Welcome in, everybody. Uh, we're about to explore this great... You know what? Fuck this movie, Murray. <laughs> We've been talking Top Gun. Neither of us have seen it. We just no. look at the cast. We have to do Top Gun right now. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> we're let's just just make do- it up in our heads. We've never seen I played the video game. I beat it. How long did it take you? Not that long. Not that long? Not that, that was an easy one to figure out. Because I can remember the days of taking that little brick and hitting those fucking buttons and mashing the shit well, out of them. when you play to... it that way. Is that not how you play it? No, I put the controller I... on my lap, and I <laughs> use three fingers to do the D-pad. Probably why you can never beat anything, because you play it like a piano. You <laughs> play it like a game controller. I mean, I don't know. I'll, I'll, Top Gun, yeah. it's. Uh, what would your... Uh, what do they call it? Call signal? Code name? What would that be? Oh, yeah, because like there's... Maverick. Ho- I saw Hollywood, Iceman. Goose. Oh. Goose. Big Goose is their fucking name. Because they're vicious. Geese are <laughs> vicious. So he probably hissed at some people a couple times. They're like, you're Goose. Excuse me? Well, Millie wants her name. It's going to be loud and obnoxious. Can you stop? Hello? <laughs> All right. What would it be, Griff? I think mine would be Bug. Bug? Yeah, man. Bug. Why? I don't know. You just asked. I didn't know. I didn't, you asked <laughs> me to Not even this. a specific bug. Just generic just name. Bug. Like bug. What would your be? Come on. Go ahead. I want the backstory, too. Bitch slapper. Bitch <laughs> That would be my name. It oh. just sounds tough. It equal, sound o- tough. equal opportunity. I slap a bitch or a man. I don't care. Okay. Okay. Now, where you take? Are you taking the rear or are you taking the front? Where are you on the triangle here of the flying? Of course, I'm in the front. Bitch slapper. Bugs <laughs> stay in the back. <laughs> Bugs wind up on people's windshields. It's not a good fucking name. Think about that shit. Well, Bug Zapper. Hey, look, like all good nicknames, that that just happened to be. You would be my. You would be my co-pilot that dies, and I have to like. I, I feel like I, I, I killed you. You'd be yeah, my goose. I. I would your be, goose would be cooked. Damn it! I'd be your martyr. Yeah. I would die to give you the. Courage. I would feel guilty because I had something to do with it, and yeah. I'd have to like. I don't even know the premise of fucking Top Gun. I've never seen it. Yeah, no but idea. We might have to do it because it is Pride Month, and this is the gayest movie ever made. It is Top the Gun. gayest movie ever made, and so and everyone's telling us like, oh, it's a recruitment secret recruitment technique for the military or whatever. What would you say it was? The Air Force? Yeah, probably Air Force. Yeah, probably they're, the they're flying. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's secretly recruiting. No, we all know what it's about. That volleyball scene gives it all away. It's about gays recruiting. That's all they do. All you gays do, you just recruit. Yeah, and it was right after that that Fauci said, hey, guys, the AIDS epidemic is real. It blew up right after Top Gun came out. I wonder why. Because all these straight guys who don't know how to have safe gay sex were just fucking butts everywhere and spreading it everywhere. We blame the gays. It's really the, the straight gay guys. That's gotta be it there's yeah. there's gotta be some science behind this and thank yeah. god for the internet nowadays where we just made that up but we could probably <laughs> go find a wiki article to back it up so facts don't lie facts don't lie that's right but unfortunately but we're here unfortunately we're here to talk about i we you know we do this all the time we go hey griff there's a movie neither of us have seen. Yeah. It can't be that bad. It can't be worse than Highlander 2, The Quickening. Yeah. I mean, all I'm going to think about this whole time is Top Gun. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine there's going to be a worse movie than The Quickening. Cause the quick- and th- yeah, but they did it. You hear, hear me out. Hear me out. Neither of us have seen any of these new Star Wars, right? I've seen them. But oh, I for- seen I've them. forgotten them all. Okay. I couldn't tell you. What happened with the Highlander is basically what happened to the Star Wars series. 
where they did Highlander 2, and they tried to do some really weird shit with it, and uh, it was very bad. They were from the bad. planet Zatarand, I think. Yeah, it from. was very the bad. Aliens. But at least they tried really hard to make a really bad movie. There was even the nacho cheese dip that we love so much. I'll have to yeah. show you that because you apparently don't remember. No, I don't. You got, you got your mind blanked out. I remember out. bird guys. You're so just I too remember. busy thinking about volleyball and, uh, you know, driving spiking, your plane. Spiking your balls. Spiking balls. Um, but then they do the Highlander 3, which was their attempt, like in the uh, new Star Wars movies, to just be like, none of that sh- other shit ever happened. Or even with each sequel in this third third run of Star Wars movie where they were like, we have no idea why that guy did that. We're going to change it for the second movie. My, we have no idea why that guy did that. My favorite part of uh, the last Star Wars movie was the Emperor comes... Spoiler alert, the Emperor is alive again. He comes back. And the, this is this is their explanation. The Emperor is back. We don't know why. And they never even explain it. It was just like, fuck it. We don't know. That's perfect. Yeah. But... Uh, yeah, this the Highlander three. It's not even referred to as Highlander three. It's either Highlander, the Final Dimension, which makes absolutely no sense. There's no yeah. dimension traveling in this movie. Yeah. Or in Europe, it was called Highlander, the Sorcerer, which kind of makes sense. Right. But this movie is tr- basically saying two never happened. They erased two. I feel this like is the, this is two point one. I feel like Stewart. Go back and listen to our Highlander two episode with Great Stewart. Gave us the full synopsis of what the fuck happened between these two movies. Yeah, he knew. He had all... Well, he had the... I think he had the director's cut of Highlander 2. He knew it all. I believe he told us that he talked to the director and said, you cannot hire Robert Ginty, (laughs) because I thought we were coming into another Ginty movie. No, it's just a shitty movie without Robert Ginty. Well, Lambert is kind of Ginty-esque. He's not as douchey, but he is kind of like no talent. Yeah. He's good at having that blank face, and it it works pretty well for him. At least he's not jolly. Yeah, but dude... Hair all over those ears. It was all over the, the place. Hair was caressing yeah. the ears, and I didn't like it. What? Okay, I'm about to say something I appreciate about this movie, and I want you to do the same. I appreciate uh, McLeod's Nikes. He's got those nice. Well, early yeah. 80s, I mean, you know that he's ready to do some high landing when he puts on the fucking uh, Colombo raincoat. Yep. The fucking relaxed fit mom jeans. Yep. And those fucking fresh white Nikes. Yeah. Then, you know, it's like, that's like his armor. Yeah. So I'm like, I felt it at that one moment. It's only in one scene where he's like walking down the street. Yep. I felt like I was in a Highlander movie again. Right. Because that's how it begins. Like him in the in the parking lot structure. Yeah. I mean, some movies just need to be left alone. Like if they if they'd never done any sequels, Highlander 1 would be considered a cult classic, all time cult classic. Right. It wouldn't be. But it would just be cult classic. Because I'd right. say Highlander 1, obviously, is still cult classic. Yeah. But, but then it, you have to go. But, because uh, they did so much right. dumb shit with it, except the nacho cheese dipping sauce. That was uh, the only thing that they did smart. So, what's the one thing you liked about it? Or is it just the raincoat, too? <laughs> Let me think about the one thing I liked about it. Yeah. It's I a PG-13. It, it, I was going to say it was 90, 90 minutes. minutes. What, it wasn't 90 minutes. Just over. It was No, it was way over. It was? Well, because Pluto put out so many fucking commercials, oh, it was two yeah. hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pluto. Ease up on the commercials. Wait, you're killing the momentum of these movies by just peppering them in. Right. Murray was drawn in until that commercial yeah, I was for Clorox. When I know. saw those Nikes, I was, in, I was engrossed. And then they just cut the, the fucking Clorox. Yeah. Um. Let me see. It had you foot and shoe. I, well, the only thing I thought I enjoyed about it was they, they 
told us to forget to happened. That was basically it. How did they do that? They're trying to reboot. They never mentioned it. They just never mentioned it. In the beginning, okay. he talks about the first... We get a recap in the first movie, and they don't yes. even mention You're the, right. the quickening. We're, no, we're put, not talking about Planet Zatarain, where they're from. Right. We're not talking about nacho. No nacho cheese dip mentioned at all. Nothing. That's no Taco Bell tie-ins. No trains that are in the, going down alleyways. <laughs> no Birdman. There is so much. No elderly Connor. We were mentioning that in two. At least there was so much stupid shit to look at. Yeah. That movie was full of bullshit everywhere. It was a lot of fun, but very bad. This one has nothing. A lot, half empty. of it is just copying the first movie. The yeah. villain is a total ripoff of the Kurgan, who is way better fucking villain. Right. And we're on the third movie, and we're getting training montage after training montage after training montage well, retraining montage he's he's, what the he's fuck? sharpening his skills because he gave up the life of a highlander cuz he thought he was an immortal it's just, he thought he was mortal now but why is it still like the basic like shadow sword fighting well, what or whatever? else can you do with this i really don't know but it was just, like he had the sparring partner for one scene we don't even get to see it and uh they're like yeah he's all trained up now like I don't know. We could have used a little bit more fast-forwarding. They could have got this movie to a crisp 85 minutes. definitely, yeah. And that would have been better for it. One bad thing. What's one bad thing? One bad thing? I know. We're going to go over a lot of bad things. But off the top, (sighs) the one bad thing. I really hated his adopted son. He was a classic child actor. In the the 94. He was perfect 94 kid. Yeah. I think he was an extra in Seinfeld, too. Okay. <laughs> he had the puffy coat and the red hat he was, on. Oh, he's, yeah, he had the fucking Fred Dirtz. Or, yeah, or he was the original. Ba- red baseball cap. Maybe, red, that was Fred, maybe it was Fred Dirtz. It might have he was wearing a MAGA cap, basically. He was wearing a MAGA cap. Yeah, so that was that, off the top of my head. There's a lot, but I mean, we'll, and we'll go over it the whole through the movie. Yeah. But that first thing that comes to mind is I hate that child. Oh, shit. What, what, what did I hate? I guess, I guess uh, the, the logic of a sword... I'm so confused. What what's the deal well, with the Highlanders? Yeah, and katanas? because he always uses a claymore, and all of a sudden he's a katana guy for this movie. Because I thought he got a highlight. I thought he got a. Katana he never used a katana Highlander. in the first movie. He used a claymore. That would make the most sense because he's he's a Highlander. Well, first of all, as we we, we figured out in the, one of our reviews, everybody who's immortal is a Highlander. Yeah, that's we, how we will always refer to them. Right. I don't give a fuck if it makes sense or not. This movie doesn't <laughs> care if it makes sense, so we don't care if we make sense. Right. You're a fucking Highlander if you're immortal. Right. Okay, where are you from? Do we ever figure out what the prize is? You become mortal. Oh, it's just that? Yeah. Because they're already it. immortal. It's just yeah. no one else can stop them from being immortal. You become mortal, so you don't have to be immortal anymore. Because it gets Oh, boring. you become mortal, yes. is what you said. Yeah, okay. because it gets boring after a while. You can only fuck the same way. You notice... He he keeps fucking the same women. It's like you after you while he's gone through every type of woman you can, and you're like, "Fuck, I'm fucking." Oh, is it fucking hundred years? I must be fucking this type of broad now. Right. It gets boring. I want to see. There, I would take out a, a scene and just put a scene of him talking to like Doctor Phil about relationships or something. I would have done ten minutes of that. Connor McCloud talking about love over you know a thousand years. That would have been good. Better material than they gave us in this movie. I got another question. So we're gonna re because we forgot everything about the mythology of of Highlander. So we're gonna hash it out again. Why? This is my explanation. I might be wrong. You notice how there's elderly immortals like Mako in this movie is an immortal. Okay. The swordman from the beginning, Nakano. Nakano. 
and Connery was old. Is it because when you get killed the first time, that's when the when the Highlander kicks in, and that's why? So it's in a way, like so, if I got killed when I was sixty, yeah. I would eternally stay a sixty year old man instead of like a twenty year old guy. That's how I understand. Because you the would logic. think you would just become a, like at your peak, whatever, 25 or whatever, yeah. and you'd stay that way. But no, because there's elderly immortals. Let me take this back to Top Gun, because I've noticed that Tom Cruise hasn't appeared to age between the two Top Gun well, movies. Well, he's, drink, he's drinking Adrenochrome or whatever that is. Oh. That's what Scientologists do. Oh, right. So, they're, they're immortal. So Scientologists do harness the power of Highlander. Well, the quickening. The quickening, of course. Yeah. Yes, excuse me. He dips me. his fingers in the nacho cheese like every other. Oh my god! We've all seen the. You got to be at the top level to get the nachos. So. Yeah, it costs you how much Dipping money? Dipping sauce. Uh, I don't Fourteen know, billion. Billion. Billion yeah, dollars. Fourteen billion. Okay, fourteen billion. Get that's your why fingers. he's doing Top Gun so he can afford it. Yeah, I hear. I hear. If you give a one-time donation of five billion, they'll they let you dip say, the pinky. Remember the dipping highlight. Remember the dipping, of course. Uh, yeah. Many people don't know that Tom Cruise is Scottish. It's <sighs> McCruise. We're gonna do a lot of talking about Highlander on the on the other half of the trailer. Is there anything else we need to gripe about before we go there? Um, no. Uh, just guys, stop wearing sandals. I'm over it. I don't like it. Yep, yep. And if you got to, you don't further. You don't have to, but if you do, take care of your feet. Take care we don't of your need. Feet. We don't need to see witch toes. All right, with the claws. <laughs> witch it's toes. like it's like a witch cursed your feet, and you got like claws. Like nobody wants to see that. Nobody wants to see men's feet to begin with. Yeah. Do you want to see men's feet? No, I can't say I exactly. do. Exactly. I, I mean, you hear a lot about foot fetish in people, but it's never, it's never men. about men's yeah, it's feet, about women. is it? Right? Yeah. yeah. Like women can like there's certain things women can wear that men can't, and one of them is like shoes that show off your feet. Yeah, just don't stop it. Stop. <laughs> I don't like Did it. Did you come across some open toes or something? Yes, that's all I'm seeing of these fucking suburban dad fuckwads. You know the types. When as soon as it's fifty degrees, they break out the cargo shorts and the fucking long. This infuriates me too. The long sleeve sweatshirts with shorts. Are you hot or are you fucking cold? Make up your mind. And then when it hits like fifty five degrees. That's when the sandals come out. The sandals. Uh, we don't want to see your fucking feet. No. Cover it up. Is that okay that my feet are out right now? Is this distracting? No. Well, you're just barefoot. If you're wearing sandals, I would fucking slap <laughs> them off your feet and slap you with them. There's something about this. So I, it's I, not, I don't know. It's, it's not a very masculine look to be wearing sandals. Yeah. I don't know. It's about as annoying. I mean, would you wear like stockings and garters, too? No, that's a feminine look. <laughs> All right? <laughs> okay. I'm just saying, like, there's some things that are just look better on women than men. Right. Unless you're Tim Curry. You did all right with the stockings and leggings. <laughs> That's another thing. Fun? Chicks can look hot with, like, knee socks. Guys look like fucking morons. It's true. Like, yeah. It is true. Go look at any pictures of the 70s. Yeah. I um, know. I was there. I had the fucking knee socks when I was a little kid. Right. It's fucking stupid looking. The short shorts and the knee socks, awful. It's, a, it's hot as hell look. on a chick, awful on a guy. It's the weirdest thing. Yeah. Well, because we're different. That's we're different. why. But you know what's not different? It's motherfucking uh, <laughs> trailer for Highlander. You can, hey, it's either the Final Dimension, the Sorcerer. Call whatever you want. It's shit. The Sorcerer makes a little more sense. Makes a lot more sense. Fi- we we never figure out what Final Dimension. I guess is we're living be. in the Final Dimension because they go nowhere. Final Dimension, this movie New Galaxy, Intergalactic, Planetary. <laughs> there you have it. Uh, pretty great band. Pretty great band, Beastie Boys, right there. This is my Brian Last voice. <laughs> 
<laughs> Not quite Velvet Underground, but pretty good. <laughs> All right. See you on the other side of this trailer for Highlander Final Dimension. From the dawn of time we came, moving silently among you, immortals. Throughout the ages, he has traveled through time, fulfilling the prophecy that there can be only one. But the ultimate evil has found him. His name is Cain. Highland is out there somewhere, and he owes me 400 years. One is a master of the sword. I know who you are. You're Connor McLeod, born into the clan McLeod. The other, a master of illusion. Some say he's the devil himself. Two enemies from another time are about to collide in this one. chapter in the epic war between good and evil concludes. There can be only one. Highlander, the final dimension. Whew, time for a nice little recap of the first movie. Yeah, and of ignoring of the seconds. Just ignore that shit. So we get uh, Christopher Lambert and his classic monotone delivery. I was a Highlander. Yes. I don't know what this accent is, <laughs> but and then he just tells us, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was from Scotland. I got killed. I came back to life. The quickening. Yeah, yeah. I thought I am the last one. I am now mortal, or so he thinks. Or so he thinks. Because again, there isn't like a ceremony when you become the one. You know. They don't yeah. like put you on a pedestal, give you a little trophy. Right, you just assume. You're left. I don't know why they assume. just assume. Like, do they know the number of Highlanders out there? Also, I, I'm sure they actually covered this in the TV series, which I've never seen. Are there any female Highlanders? It seems like they're all male. Yeah, come on. There's probably got to be a few. Yeah, I'm sure on the TV on. show yeah. they probably had, some. and they probably introduce it in a way where it's like a, a Highlander thinks he's about to bang like a you know a, a, a sub woman. Right, or he's something. like he's like yeah, she'll be dead sooner or later, so I don't have to deal with her bullshit anymore. It's like uh uh-uh, uh, I'm an immortal now. I'm a Highlander too, bitch. Y- yeah, and we're married. And he's Can- like, oh, because he's like because you know Highlanders these marry bitches because they're just like hey she'll be dead eventually. I'm immortal. Can Highlanders uh uh, uh can uh, people become Highlanders by killing a Highlander? Mortal become? No, you cannot. You have to be born. You have to be born. Also, I forget what I was going to say. Oh, boy. Well, according to this movie, I don't remember the the original movies. You you absorb their memories and shit? Yes, we learned from this. Okay, we were talking to each other a little bit about what this movie actually adds to the whole world universe rules of which we learn there's really like much like star wars there's not much of a world there to begin with so just leave it alone right star wars could do a lot of shit star wars but they're not yeah exactly they're not because it would take a lot of effort and work and they might alienate some of the easy idiots that they get to watch them so they got to make it incredibly dumb incredibly plot hole no incredibly callback and, of course, lots of cheap... Like, co- hey, remember that guy who was in the cantina in the background? This episode's all about him. Well, look at 
everything we're surrounded by, it's all cheap callbacks now. Yeah, it's Even, all nostalgia. We live in an yeah, era of nostalgia. Right, because we don't want to attract a new audience. We just want to bring the same old idiots back. We don't want to try hard. You know what? I actually started watching. There's the new Star Trek show. Yes. It's not that bad. It's not. It's called okay. Stranger Worlds. Is that the cartoon? No. Okay. But it's it's set uh, right before Classic Trek. So okay. Spock is on it. Okay. And what I like about it, it's one and done episodes. What? Yes. It's like old Star Trek. Amazing. I and, love and that. And the captain is Captain Pike, who's the original Yes. Captain. I think I've seen the commercials for yeah. it, because that guy is looking... Yeah. Hey, but, he, it, but he's basically doing Kirk, though. But yeah. that's fine. Only gripe I have, and it's I've only watched three episodes, and they're toning it down, but it was irritating me at first, because this is another gripe I have about modern shit. Constant quipping. Oh, yeah. No, that's what that's I which don't... That's what Marvel fucking is the Masters are doing. Yup. Because well, there used to be a time when there was a character who was called the Comic Relief, and he was the quip guy. Yes. Now everybody is the fucking Comic Relief character. Right. And, and that irritates me. It's so infuriating because you got all this tension, and then you bring in your Comic Relief to provide a little bit. Exactly. No, you get it from every direction now. Right. And, so and then you're like, well, why should I be like tense for this situation? Because these guys who are, who are supposed to, supposedly going to die, they don't care. Right. That that It's like... I like the Star Trek that has that heavier tone, even when you're like, this is some silly shit, you know? They did such a good job of doing all that. So, I will say, I want three episodes in, but not bad. Not bad. That's a if you have huge... To, if you have to watch a new Star Trek, make it that one. If you're Jones and for a new... Because it's got, it's got, like, Spock on. Spock's on the class. Like, he's, he's probably... Him and Kirk are my favorite Star Trek characters of all time. Yeah. So Bones. And he's good. As, the guy who plays Spock is good, because he doesn't quit. That's good because you can't. But, but when he but when he does what Spock does, where he would he wouldn't quip, but he would say she's so serious it would come off funny. Yeah, exactly, yeah. and that was so good. Oh, yeah. that's good. That's good. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that. Well, Murray, <laughs> we're so, trying so hard not to talk about Highlander, Star Trek, Top Gun. <laughs> now that's a better question. Do you have to be born a Top Gun? <laughs> yes. Because I really no. Because we learned that they they're converting people to be Top Gun. We know what a Top Gun is guy on top oh jesus he's, his top his gut his dick is his top gun dicks are guns we know this yeah. this is true did you see the, 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 <laughs> i think it was in austria i'm trying so hard not to talk about highlighter they did an ad burger king ad for pride month and they had two top buns on a burger and two bottom buns on a burger <laughs> it's a real ad that sounds like some good clean fun yeah it is uh, tops and bottoms love burger king they love a whopper that's for sure. <laughs> Highlander, final dimension. All right, so now we, we've got the recap that we did such a good job recapping. <laughs> Go fucking listen to our Highlander one. For, for the first time ever, we have actually did these in a row. We actually did. Uh. It only took us three, four years to get yes. through all of them because we did Highlander in our first year, yeah. and then our two in like our third year, and here yeah. we are in year four doing yeah. Highlander three. All right, so we got a recap. Now we're getting like we're we're seeing some sword being forged, getting reminiscent of Conan, the intro to Conan. I'm, I want to hear the dun, 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 dun. that would have been good, a big build dun. up. And, and could we have Mako in there? He's in Conan. Oh, and he was fucking just in our Hawaiian Heat episode. He was. He was, yeah. was he the chief. Yes, he was the chief. Nice. Trying to forget about that one too. <laughs> Yes. Fucking Ginty quipping. Ugh. Yeah, this Ugh. is the last thing we needed. Like, we were so drained from doing three weeks of Gint. And I was just like, I know, I got a great idea, Grav. We, we love the Highlander series. 
it's got to be better and quickening. And yeah. no, 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 I was I was tortured through. I this want movie. my nacho cheese dipping sauce back. <laughs> yes. I want that back. I don't great, want this. Great Taco Bell tie-in. I don't know why they didn't do it. <laughs> I don't know why they didn't. They're all about those fries. So yes, we see uh, Mako playing Nakano, who's also a Highlander. Yes, a uh, Japanese Highlander. Japanese Highlander. We got Highlands. Yeah, somewhere. In Japan. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's in a mountain. That's the highest that, land you can be. That's the highest land. He's like False of Doom. Won't well, back going to Conan again. He's like False of Doom. He has a. He's inside a mountain. He has his temple. He even has statues that heads turn and everything. Mountaineery. Mountaineery. And he's forging a sword, a katana. Mm-hmm. And Connor is watching him. Yep. He's got the full mane right now. He's oh, got a yeah. couple little braids here and there. Got the got the fucking kilt on. He's full Highlander. Oh yeah, hundred percent McLeod. And Nakano is telling them all about how there is an immortal out there. There is danger coming for you, Highlander. I guess we're supposed to believe he's coming from China because they show. Yes, because he, but but he's but he's wearing samurai armor. Yes, he he's multi ethnic. There, well, there's something about Highlanders. They're like, I think he's they're trying. He's trying from Mongolia. That's the vibe they're trying to give. Okay, that would make yeah. that makes a lot of sense with yeah. the facial hair and everything. Right, too. and they're like they're horsemen, like Mongolians. Right, are. but the. I, something about Highlanders, they love their mall ninja shit. You know, they yeah. always have a katana. And so you're saying that even our new villain is big on the mall ninja shit. Because yeah. he's got the whole samurai. Well, that's outfit. why he's coming to Mountaineer. He wants the perfect katana. Got You got to get He him. wants to learn the knowledge of making katana. Because we've learned that if you kill a Highlander, you get their knowledge. Yeah, you get their knowledge. You get their... Uh, I, I, what is so it? Kane is looking for Mountaineer, which is the lair of Nakano. And he comes to a village that's outside of the mountain. Yeah. And he's like, hey, where is Nakano? I'm like, we don't know. Who the Just who point to, you know, where it's at. I'll go over there. And they're like, we don't know. And the guy says, loser, say what? And Kane, he's on to this. He, he's been around the world. So- by the way, Kane, played by Mario Van Peebles, who looks like he just... Took the wardrobe from Exterminator 2 that he was wearing because yeah. he's got the Road Warrior fucking samurai shit on. Yeah. And he's got the septum ring. He's full 90s. He's got the tribal tats. He's, got, he's got the Betty nipple, Page bangs. Nipple rings. He has got Betty got Page everything. bangs, but he's got a receding hairline. Yeah, they're bad. They're not. Flowing they're not. mullet. And then these bangs that are just like frayed straight it's, out. Yeah, it's almost like Betty Page meets mall hair, like like the eighties mall hair where the girls would tease their bangs up and spray them. That's horrible. Yeah, look. horrible look. Horrible look. I remember it. I was, even uh, even if they're wearing the high socks and short shorts. Oh no, it's no, not gonna save it. No, nope. Your long socks. No, you gotta have one. you gotta have all your hair bang. You can't just have the bangs. No, we have a lot of opinions about socks where they belong. <laughs> If a lady climbs into bed with you wearing those long socks, are you still okay with that? Yeah, totally. Even if they're keep tube it, socks. I'm total take David Hess. I want him to keep the stockings on. I'm talking tube socks. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I, I, just, I like that. I just got to make sure. I'm totally into that, yeah. Okay. Tube socks stay on. Stay them. Keep them on. <sighs> so uh, so our, our little villager sasses them. Loser, say what? Came backhands him, and then he's like, I'm going to burn the whole fucking town burn down. Burn it down. So him and his two goons, who are also Highlanders. Yes. To start burning this whole... It's like, do they have anybody to protect them? Like, there's three guys, and this whole village gets taken out. Are the men away doing something? I, no, they were there, but... <laughs> they, they had no they, weapons. They weren't armed. Didn't, you gotta why, have guns. Why, why didn't they... <laughs> 
<laughs> why did they have? Did Nakano protect them? Is that why they were covering for him? And so they assumed Nakano was going to rescue them. Maybe they legitimately didn't know where he was. I think so, but they. Yeah, you're right. They need a gun. Uh, <laughs> just everything can be solved with just more guns. We've learned that. I mean. That's why we need AKs. I mean, no yes. one's talking about this. I have an AK in case a fucking Highlander comes to my house. Right, and no one, none's ever come because they're scared of your AK. That's right. Well, I have the sign out there that says, fucking come and take it, Highlander. AK, not okay. <laughs> come and take with the A and the K in big letters. So we have a moment where Nakano sits Connor down to, to teach him wisdom. You must fight with your spirit. Heart and head, and that is how you will beat Kane. Uh, there's a nice little callback to last week's movie where he sticks a stick into uh, what's his name's face, and then it turns into a coiled serpent. <laughs> yeah, but this is a real one. This is actually a real one. Yeah, because we learned that Nakano is a master of illusion. So this he's is- a sorcerer, if you will. Yeah. So this is the addition we get to the whole universe of Highlander. Nakano yeah. can do magic. Right. They're doing their kendo katas with each other, the kendo stick fighting. And then, like you said, uh, Nakano turns into a snake. Ha, ha, ha. Nothing is as it seems. Beware the power of illusion, Highlander. Next, we get into some nice blind fury. Wasn't that yeah. our... Uh, what's his What's his name? Rucker Howard movie. Yeah, Rucker Howard. We get it's beautiful. He put the blindfold on and start throwing fruit at him, man. Yeah. Rucker, Rucker. Do you think Rucker Howard? Well, I guess he's. Did, did somebody? How did Rucker Howard die? Was he beheaded? Because I think Rucker Howard might have been an, I, uh, a I Highlander. Think, I think you're right. About, oh, next good question here. Who Rucker Howard can be included would be a good Highlander. If you were going to do a Highlander with all of our action heroes, who who do you think would be a good Highlander? I'd like all our action heroes in it. It's a gathering of all of them. Have fucking Zadar be the villain. Have Steve oh, James. Zadar would be such a good... Steve James would be such a good... There's oh, so many good yeah. ones. Yeah, but they're all... They're, unfortunately, they're not immortal because they're no longer with us yeah. anymore. Rucker would be a great one. He'd be yeah. better than Lambert. Fender. Fender would have been a better Kane in this movie. Oh, yeah. I definitely. like this Highlander. <laughs> This quickening. <laughs> like the quickening. <laughs> so, yeah, we're getting some blind fury train. Just throw fruit at left and right. They do a move where uh, Nakano puts a cantaloupe on top of his head. Yeah, it was a papaya, but okay. Okay, I don't know. It's yeah, fine. it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it gets sliced. Is where the papaya be in fucking Japan? They don't yeah. grow, they grow there? I think that's where they're from. Are they? No. I have no Papayas clue. Papayas are like from like Hawaii. And <laughs> I kind have of no like. fucking clue. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been a cantaloupe for all I know. But I like this because we see that Nakano's got a little bit of a sneaky side to him. And so he puts the melon on his head. And then he's got, you know, he's standing face to face with um, Connor. And then as Connor puts his blindfold back on, he smoothly just shifts right behind him. And Connor's about to come down right in front of himself, but then he turns at the last second and slices it. Right, it's great. It's beautiful. And this, see, this is where we learn that it can get tiresome being immortal because Connor's like, I want you to kill me, Connor, and take my powers of illusion. I'm, I'm over it. I'm over life. I'm just, I've done it all. I've 
ate the papaya. I've, I could eat a papaya all night long, <laughs> but I'm, I can't do it anymore. I can't get it up. And nobody tells you, you, you still go impotent. You, you, you know, that's the that's the duality. Because they say that a, a Highlander cannot impregnate a woman. Was that new to this movie? Was I think, that... No, I think that was in the last movie, oh, too. Okay. Well, I, I, might feel be like, wrong I feel that. like I've heard that one before. So that's another reason. You'll always be alone. You'll never have a child of your own. <laughs> so, yeah. So uh, he's just like, I want you to kill me. I've, I've had I've done it all. And he's like, I will never kill you. And this is where we cut over to a strange little statue. And that it's... was weird. Where did that come from? I don't know. What was the point of it? Was too? it an illusion? Because I thought, I thought it was supposed to be some kind of magic century. Yeah, I think and that's what it was. And so the eyes open up and the head turns, and that's where we see, like, Kane's basically here. Yeah. Um, and so we're expecting, you know, these guys to know what to do. They got, like, a back-out route or anything. Right. But no, they just sit there. Nakano's telling Connor, hey, you got to leave now. <laughs> and Connor's like, no, I cannot leave. Look at my beautiful head, the papaya juice that you squeeze over it. It's so perfect. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were going to go on. Look. No, I, I had nothing because it's, it's fucking allergy season. I can't talk for 10 seconds without, you know, needing to take a huge. So, Kane comes in. I think he immediately, like, impales Connor on his sword, doesn't he? Yeah. He just walks in. He's like, I like this cave. <laughs> Stabs Connor. The Connor's like, hey, leave him alone. And he, that's where we see that uh, – that was the first time that I was aware of it. I think you were aware of it too because he stabs Connor and he starts getting all of his images. And we No, see, no. I think what – I think what it, Was that later? I, no, I think what you're misreading. That I know what you're talking about. I think Connor was having a flashback to the first time he got killed by the Kurgan. Oh. First of all, he's like, this guy's a low-rent Kurgan, first of all. I can't believe I got stabbed by this guy. Right. He didn't even flinch. Yeah, so we get a flashback to the first movie. Where we see the Kurgan stabbing Connor for the first time on the battlefield. Okay, so yeah. it, it wasn't him inheriting kind of like his memories. No, no, no. Because you have to chop the head off to get the memories. Okay. Because that's, that's what the quickening is. The lightning comes into you. The lightning does come into you. And so, yeah, he just incapacitates Connor. Connor just disappears from the scene. Like, yeah. I don't know what happens. But he, I guess he heals and he, just, he goes, I guess I will leave. I mean, it, it it is some AEW tag team booking here. Right. Yeah, he's he's literally lurking, looking, waiting for his spot. You see him kind of pop up behind a rock, and he's like, "Oh, is it my turn to jump off the ladder yet?" So this is where Nakano does a little bit of his illusions, where he makes three versions of himself, and but we but we all know illusions don't sweat. So Kane, see, <laughs> this is no, this is happening in the movie. Yeah, Kane no, notices a trickle of sweat going down. He's like, "You're the real one." And he just fucking slices the head off. This is a Highlander first, though. Usually when you get beheaded, you're dead. Yeah. No, Nakano's head lives for a little, little longer. This is cool. What didn't make any sense, like, with the sweat thing, they barely even have to fight. Like, he splits himself. Oh, the three. fighting scenes are awful. In this oh, movie. they're terrible. Yeah. Uh, we even mentioned that Nakano teaches Highlander a very cool move <laughs> where a guy yeah. is running at him with a sword and he, like, turns his back be into like, his he'd, body. He'd be like water. Yeah, be like water. Right. Just again, blind fury. Right. And you just grab their hands and like turn into their body, take the sword and stab them with it. And so that's the move we're going to see a thousand <laughs> times in this movie. Right. That guy hands him a hot dog and he does that move to him on the street, <laughs> Connor. Because yeah. we do go to New York. Right, got to. That's where the gathering happens. That's, of course, where the gathering of the Highlander, the Highlander goes. The High Luglows. Why would it be? I mean, it's got to be in a large city. Well, yeah, but 
Why not Toronto? That's <laughs> probably where it was filmed. This was filmed in Montreal, actually. So. Oh, nice. Um, no, but it's like, was it like when the Indians owned New York? Was it like, like was they was, it, was it, there's something about that? Location like yeah. when it was this forest, did they come and have a gathering? How, we don't remember how how often was it every four years? What was the gathering? I, and if it, there was a gathering every time, wouldn't there be one Highlander? Because the whole point of the gathering was to meet and fight. But it's not like everyone. Is had it like to come. do they have seeds? Where like you beat you like you got one, the first oh. round, and then you leave after the first round. Like, I'll see you at the next gathering, and then you move up the ranks. I mean, there's got to be people who don't get the word, or you know, don't didn't want to show up because you know right. they knew they were going to get beat, and they they really like their immortal life. I mean, right. fuck with the all you want and not have kids. Maybe they're really into that kind of thing because yeah. we know at this time it's completely male dominated. It's a yeah. hundred to nothing. It's let's a fucking say. sausage party. It is a the gathering. Nobody's getting laid at the gathering. Maybe that, you're right. It's like, I'm not going to get laid at the gathering. It's all dudes. Yeah, exactly. So I'm not going there. Exactly. That makes perfect sense. Because back before the planes, you'd have to walk to the gathering. You would have to walk. That's too much work. I'm right. not walking there. So anyways, after getting... They they barely even have a fight. Uh, Kane notices Nakano sweating, so he realizes which one's the real one. But it, he's, he just, like, kicks one, kicks the other, and then bashes the third it was like nothing. Yeah. The yeah. fight was weak. If there there was, wasn't a fight. I don't think Nakano even got a move in. No, we didn't get a move in. So it's like, what was what was the point of all this? To have him get beheaded, because that's what happens. That, yeah. And then the quickening begins, where he absorbs all the sorceress powers of Nakano. So while that's going on, Connor bugs out to the escape hatch. He gets out of the mountain. I, I You would think... <sighs> this has to be the... This can't be the first time Kane's ever got a quickening. Quick job. Yeah, no. It's so not. wouldn't he like, well, maybe I shouldn't be inside a fucking mountain while all this shit's happening. Because what happens is the mountain collapses on him because of the quickening. Yeah, I guess and it his was. And you didn't mention that Knox's face turns to him and yells out like, yeah. you think this is a quickening? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> there will be one, but not you, is what he says. Yeah, that's right. Um, I just... I don't. I don't. This is one of those instances where it's like Connor really did fuck up by not stealing his power. Yeah. Well, he he valued his friendship over power, Graf. That's yeah. what, that's what a, a good person. The two person of them does. should have escaped that or something, and then Nakano could have like caused the cave to you know implode on the guy. I don't know, but this was just a bad, poorly planned out. This is this is very. This should have been the build up to like the midpoint of the movie instead of the beginning, because then Kane. He's got this new superpower, and we barely even get to see him fuck with it. Yeah, he barely uses it. It's like, it's like this is another of my gripes with Star Wars. Nobody ever uses the Force in a fight. It would be so easy to win a fight with a Force. You just yank a gun out of someone's hand. Like, right. It, it, there's no way you could lose. Right. But they got like, they, they, to create drama, they have to like forget that people have the fucking Force. Yeah, they really like to come and go with the Force powers. Yeah. It sounded like in the, in, in the most recent ones, they just used it for the whole day of Sex Makino. And we're just randomly like, oh, yeah, I have super force powers now. Yeah. I don't know. Now we're 400 years later, present day. We, we meet Alexander. Don't call her Alex. Don't. Or Al. Or don't even, don't even think about it. Don't Al. even think about that. God, I hate, the, I hate that there was a callback to that. <laughs> There's plenty of callbacks. Please don't remind me. Sexy archaeologist. We know that's common in the world. Archaeology has so many babes in it. Okay, Another question. Yeah. Are all Highlanders archaeologists? 
Yes. Or antiquator. Yes, it has to do something with the past because it's easy for them. Yeah. They lived it. So, you know, and they, and, you know, and they, and they, all like if you're a hoarder, it's even more amazing because you can just sell off your fucking you know shit. your trinkets and shit yeah. that are thousands of, or hundreds. Yeah, so of it makes years perfect old. sense that you would always okay. be attached to the past. Okay, and also because you lived it, you can be like a know-it-all. Like no, that's not how ancient Chinese people lived. Right, I was there. Then you don't say you go like to yourself. I was there. You think to yourself. And then you just mansplain. You Highlander explain to people. Yeah, of course. Highlander right. explain everything. So Alex go. <laughs> it's call. It's not called. What did you call chopsticks last week? What did I call chopsticks last yeah. week? Yeah. Oh no! What did I call them? <laughs> yeah. Chinese sticks. Yeah, something like that. I think I called them Chinese sticks. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. He's like, but he would correct you. Go. They're called chopsticks. <laughs> chopsticks. So Alexandra, she is at the dig. Apparently, I, I, can a mountain collapse on itself? Where it's, I mean, there's got to be. I guess it got to be a huge hole underneath it for a giant mountain to collapse because the dig is underground. Yes, where they're they're looking. Right. I. I have- what is going on with this dig? There's like Dr. Frankenstein shit everywhere, like the fucking lightning bolt yeah, things and they shit. They have the giant lightning tower <laughs> nodes, you know, with the cylinder structures with the big balls on top. Have they, has, has anybody involved in this movie been to like a like seen like an Indiana Jones movie? I've right. never seen like Frank Dr. Frankenstein. Exactly. But- it Wait, looks man. like they're trying to resurrect the dead. That is they're gonna find a nice sarcophagus. And Sarcophagus. Red- Sar- Sarcophagus. Yeah. And they're going to resurrect the dead or something. What the fuck? <laughs> so anyways, Alex is showing up. Everybody is like, oh, hell yeah. Alex is here. And she's dressed right. like, you know, a New York uh, you know, go-getter. Right, because well, they're, they're excited because a white woman's going to tell these Japanese people about their past. Finally. Yeah. And maybe she'll take her shoes off. Right. And she's she, – this the – Throw her New Yorkness around. She hands the guy here's here's a Yankee cap. I want you to wear this because she it offends get, me. She didn't even get him a, a fitted hat. She got no. him the fucking. And uh, she said, "Don't you dare bend that brim." Oh yeah, you keep it straight. You'll notice later on in the movie he does not bend that brim. No, and he kept the sticker on it too. <laughs> Got to do that. Interesting choice. Yeah. So everyone's bowing to her and everything. Please, <laughs> please tell us all everything about our dig site because you're the greatest archaeologist in the world. Well, she just, she's like, I will be back after I descend and check things out. So she goes down, and then she noticed. Uh, did she go down? I thought somebody, like a. We see her go down, and then we just kind of cut away from okay. it. And we see Kane breaking through a wall. Yeah, well, later on, a security guard hears something. Okay. And he goes down there. And then, yeah, Kane breaks through a fucking wall. Like, what? Like, there was just a like a fucking plywood keeping him 400 years trapped like yeah. why didn't he break out earlier oh he he's was, wanted to do the kool-aid man intro like he was you got to do the kool uh, he was in a 400 year he did scream too. oh yeah he did scream oh yeah okay they've been trapped for four him and his goons are still with him because they're mortal right. apparently you don't need to eat or no. anything but there no. was a lot of papaya down there though. there was i mean come but it doesn't it doesn't keep for 400 years well I mean, it just, they got, they, they probably, they're, they're probably eating a lot of ass with a knife and a fork. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Could you, yeah, that's what they could do because does, don't they, <laughs> don't they like, uh, we've never explored this. <laughs> like, say a, a Thailander gets his 
his hand cut off. Does a new one grow, or does he have to put the old one on and make it like heal? That's together? a good question. So you're saying they could they be could survive hacking. on their own asses. Yeah, they could be hacking the whole Highlander system, cutting their own hands off, eating. They it. could be tossing some salad with some scrambled eggs. Of course they could. Probably hands not the meatiest part. You probably have to no, cut. No, that's why I'm saying they're eating ass because that's got a lot of meat on an ass. Oh, oh, you're chopping. It's all meat when you think about it. So is they're it, eating isn't ass. Isn't it all fat? No, what the. F- well, if a girl's got a P-H-A-T fat ass, <laughs> I eat that. But no. It's a good bit of muscle. These guys, yeah, these guys are in shape. Yeah, well, of course. They were so- doing squats for 400 years. <laughs> Kane got back. So they're, Daddy Kane. So they're raw dog and some butt cakes. <laughs> <laughs> they're just, you know, yeah, they're, they're tossing the salad and eating the scrambled eggs. Oh, God. And they break out. Somehow through osmosis, they pick up all oh, modern slang and everything. That completely explains the prostitute scene. Yeah. Oh, my God. Anyways. Yeah. yeah, but, like, okay, I'm willing to cut him some slack that Kane knows English because we don't know where he, he's traveled before. He could have been to England before and learned English. Yeah. I don't know why he would have an American accent, but I'll I'll let that slide. But well, how does he know modern slang? Because they're automatically throwing it out. Yeah, he pops up and he's like, cowabunga. <laughs> That's what he said when they broke out. Cowabunga, dude. That is very specific <laughs> level of Americana. And he's been in a cave for 400 years. Yeah. So maybe their ear to the ground or something and they were just hearing everything. Osmosis. Osmosis. It's got to be it. Yeah. And so... They kill the security guard, and then, okay, they just spent 400 years trapped because of the quickening. Yes. He immediately kills one of his goons in the fucking tunnel. I didn't even consider this. Yeah. I didn't even. He learned nothing. So he's got two goons, of course. They they were all eating each other's asses. Kobla Khan and Genghis Khan. They're ass brothers at this point. You're never going to turn your back on an ass brother. They're bang bros. Yeah. And uh, so he goes, hey, why don't you go up that elevator right there? How does he know what an elevator is? Go up that (laughs) elevator there, figure out where we are, do all that. So the guy runs off, and he says, hey, Goon 2, come here. And then chops his head off. Why wouldn't he do that when they were trapped? Well, you needed the ass. Yeah, Yeah. well, well, he had to survive on their ass. (laughs) I get first picks. Right. (laughs) So when we see how evil Kane truly is, and he's like... Connor lost me 400 years. Find him. That's when he sends his one goon out. And then, the, like I said, the quickening. He almost buries himself again because the quickening had and he learned nothing. Right. And we also get to see all those fucking nodes in the science lab up above right. them, like, going off and everything. It right. looked like they were about to resurrect a Frankenstein monster. Right. Now we cut to what's our hero Connor been up to since the first movie? Because the second movie didn't happen. Right. Well, he's in, let's just say Egypt. We know he's in the Middle East because we hear the fucking cliche music playing. Yes. And it's in the desert. So we're like, I'm going to say Egypt. Yeah. He's, he's probably on archaeological day because, like you said, that's what they do. Definitely somewhere Africa and that right. northern. Yeah. And he's got it. a little boy with him. And we're like, Aww. we're like, oh, okay, because we learned that from the first movie, you can, you can knock a girl up when you're mortal. Because he thinks he's mortal still. He doesn't realize that Cain exists. Well, he yeah. thought Cain died. Even though Cain wouldn't die because he needs to be beheaded. So that would be the worst torture ever if you're immortal and you're just like crushed under like a thousand, hundred thousand pounds of rock. But yeah, you, and you couldn't. Die. Yeah, you're just. And you couldn't even kill it. yourself. Oh, man. That would be really bad. Yeah. Fortunately, they found an air pocket or something. They didn't get like buried. But. Yeah. So we're like, oh, so we're thinking, he's thinking we know that Cain is still alive. So ergo, he is no, he doesn't, he's not the one anymore. Yeah, he doesn't have the, the prize. Right. So, but. 
we he, get a we get a nice big lightning storm. So happening. he probably because but it, it is a, he mentioned this is his adopted son. Yes, he's an orphan. He picked up. Yes, so he probably just thought he was he was infertile or something. He was shooting blanks. He, yeah. probably, no, he probably blamed every woman he fucked. Oh, it's your problem. It's your oh problem. yeah, hundred percent blamed it all on the women. But there's a big lightning storm. Yeah, the, the quickening travels like thousands of miles. Apparently, it, because... it travels to where every Highlander is. I think. So it lets you know that there's been another Highlander. I think maybe so. that's how they keep track. Yeah, that might be how they keep track. So he pulls out his day calendar. Like, all right, another quickening. Marks down the date. He heads back to his house. He's got this beautiful fucking, you know, like a state. He's got like he's a got big house old everywhere. Guard. Every big city's got you a house. See, you see those fucking figs? The mountain of figs he had there. Wow. He had thousands of figs in that bowl. Did he have any Newtons? No. Oh. They were just figs. He's eating them raw. He's raw dogging those figs. Is that is a fig Newton a sandwich? It is actually. Okay. It does say sandwich cookie on the package. It is. Well, yeah. it, like an Oreo, it yeah. says sandwich cookie. It's true. So it is. There you go. He learned that from Nakano. He absorbed that. <laughs> That's the only thing he got from Nakano. <laughs> sandwich cookies. Uh, so he's got a friend here that he trusts very yeah. closely, Jack Donovan, yeah. which sounds like a golfer. Jack Donovan? I think his name was Jack Donovan. I have no idea. I have Jack Donovan. There's, there's Jack Nicholas. That was he's the most one of the most famous golfers of all time. Yeah. He's no Arnold Palmer. He's not. He doesn't put fucking anything in his lemonade. He just drinks he's like, fuck, get that tea away from my lemonade. That's right. I drink it straight. I <laughs> put a fig in there. You put a fig in it. So he's like, Look, I have to go back to the New York where the gathering is. Can you take care of John for me? Does John know he's adopted yet? I tell him. Every, Every day. day. I have to let him know. You're not my spawn. I could get rid of you anytime I wanted to. Exactly. I could fucking put, take you back to that orphanage where you were fucking, you are eating ass. Yep. Because you couldn't afford anything else. Yep. I believe, I don't remember if it was here or uh, later because we do get a scene where he's like saying goodbye to his little son, John, and he's playing, he's throwing a ball into a glove, a baseball right. into a glove. Are you going to take me over to the United States to watch a baseball game yet? No, not yet. I'm not. You haven't earned it. You haven't earned it. I'm not your father. <laughs> Remember, <laughs> I'm not your father. That's something a father and son do. You're going to have to find your dad. I'm your guardian. Yeah, I'm just your guardian. You're like my pet. Until I get, t- I get tired of you, I'm setting you loose. That is kind of his approach to parenting. Yeah. Is, yeah. Well, he's he, never had a kid. In 400 or thousands years. of years. Well, thousand years. He had yeah. kids with his first wife. He did not. He did not. Because he can't get a woman pregnant. Even before he became, wait, he's born a Highlander. Yeah, you're born a Highlander. So he was always, <laughs> God damn it, we got to remember right. these Highlander rules. Yeah. I got to. <laughs> All right, so of course he's got to go off and do more training. He's got to go do more Highlanding. Yeah. So he's like up on some uh, like cliffside. It's like a sand dune or some shit. This is know. high enough land. I can right. do some sword katas <laughs> up here. Right. There's, that's the great thing about the world, Griff. There's Highland everywhere you go. That's why they're Highlanders. This movie also introduced, instead of the nacho cheese dipping sauce, remember in Nakano's cave, there was this yeah. scene where they poured water over the camera, and he was, like, glistening his fingers. And <laughs> he does, of, he, well, he does that later, yeah. Yeah, he does that yeah. multiple times. Yeah. He did he it waterfalls in a lot, yeah. Yeah. So uh, that that is one of the also Highlander uh, <laughs> things we see. Highlanders <laughs> love water. They do. <laughs> So, yeah, he's doing a little train getting because he's got to get the kinks out. He hasn't fucking killed a guy with a sword in eight years. And Kane's the greatest badass of all time. I mean, right. he could be traveling from fight ring to fight ring to fight ring just right. winning. Exactly. He's probably got so he's many. He's the ultimate shoot fighter. He's the ultimate shoot fighter. So the next day we're at the dig again with Alex. 
police, police are. Yep. And they're like, somebody broke in and killed two. There's, there's a beheaded body here, and there's a dead security guard. And then Alex, she's like, she's always because she's in our gallery, she notices things, and she's like, she notices a katana. Yeah. And she's like. Uh, her buddy, what was the what was the this guy's is, name? Fuji or something? Yeah, like Fuji. Fuji is like they're they're in a crime scene, by the way. Yeah, so they're being allowed to just walk. Over and she's crime. like, "Well, I am an archaeologist." Well, she's like, "Well, this is my scene. This is my archaeological dig first. Yeah, so it doesn't. So you're intruding on me. Yeah, so they're like, "Well, it is your jurisdiction. I mean, hands tied, <laughs> yes. hands tied." <laughs> so yeah, she's like, "Yeah, she's got uh, dibs on it." Of course. So she notices a katana. She's like. Uh, and then Fuji's like, that's got to be a replica. She's like, fuck, no, it isn't. I can- Let me tell you about your culture. Let me tell this you. This is how they made it 400 years ago, mm-hmm. okay? And then and then she sees this little scrap of cloth. And she's like, fucking tart? And she's like, Argyle, what the fuck? Like, she's like, Burberry? What the fuck is this doing here? The- we know white people invented Burberry. She tastes it a little bit. Yeah. She's like, oh, my God, that's authentic. That's straight <laughs> from the Highlands. Yeah. I can't How did it. this get here? Right. You can taste a little bit of scotch on there. Wait, is scotch? Yeah, I don't know. What yeah, scotch, scotch is from Scotland. Yeah, it's, it's the only place scotch is from. God damn it. I'm yeah. so stupid. Scotch, yeah. Scotland. And the tape. And only place you oh, can get scotch, scotch tape <laughs> in Scotland. It has to be manufactured there. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it it's is a, it's the stickiest of sticky. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> All right, and she's like, "I got to get back to my lab in New York, right?" I, with her well, new, no, 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 no. She's 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 still going to stay there. Oh, it's, okay. it's later on we learn why she has oh, to go back. Okay, to New York. okay, my bad. So Connor has to get back to New York. Okay, and this is where we see we just see it just you see all you see are some fucking fresh white Nikes. And then it slowly pans up. You see those fucking billowy mom jeans, relaxed fit. Oh, he's so relaxed. Up to the nipples. And then you <laughs> see like a button-down shirt. You see the Columbo jacket. He, he looks like Columbo because he's always disheveled. He's he never has a shave. 100%. He's kind of got that Columbo look going on. And he's I just like walking, down the, he's walking down the middle of the street in New York. He's like, right. fuck this shit. Well, I did notice he was walking down a poorly lit, wet, Alley. And it was in the middle of winter, and it's, sla- it's wet as fuck. Right. So clearly there's some steam being let up or something from the sewers. Right. And so Dark the heat's coming off. That's got to be. a lot of heat. So in his 400 years away from New York, he has not been thinking about the Zargathos. He hasn't been working. away. He's only been running for eight years. Oh, eight years. Remember, he's he lived in New York and Highlands. Yes, yes, yeah. that's right. So he's going back to his old because he keeps that he's got an apartment everywhere, every of the big cities. So right. he's gonna go back to his old apartment. Right. But before he can do that, he gets accosted by some cholos. A, C- a Cadillac drives up, stops. I thought first I thought it was gonna be uh, King Willie's gang. Oh yeah, but there was no pot smoke came out. No at all. pot smoke, yeah. And they're like, "Yo, SA, what the fuck? Give me your shit." And he's just like, "What?" And then they fucking pull out a gun and just. Fucking shoot him. Shoot him a couple times. Leave him there to die on the street. They don't even try to go into his jacket or anything. They just drive off. They just literally At want to shoot At this point, he, he's like, I'm dead because he still thinks he's got the prize. Oh, right. He doesn't he realize he's mortal. He doesn't realize, yeah, that he's immortal. Yeah. He thinks he's mortal. So he's just like, yeah, I guess I did what I could do. Right. I tried. But fortunately. Wait, the, even though Nakano just told him he's not the last one and he came to New York he to He forgot about, I don't know what's going on. This makes no sense. He didn't. I think it was like he knew something was up because he saw the quickening. Saw the quickening. But he wasn't sure. Oh, that's right. Nakano told him 400 years ago. Right. He probably forgot about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's done a lot of shit in between. He's fucked countless women. Only in the George Washington times. 
But <laughs> God, that is the worst <laughs> part of uh, Highlander lore is whenever we go back in time, it's always always guys with ponytails and silk stockings. Not hot at all. When you saw him with those high silk stockings, I was not into it. No, my, my no. dick boner killer. My dick did nothing in those. No, seats. yeah. So <laughs> he gets some good Samaritan calls the, the the ambulance. They take him in. So he, so they're they, they're like looking at him. He's got blood all over his chest. But like doctors, like there's no fucking bullet holes. We wasted my fucking time. Is this guy probably had a nosebleed. So this was part of a scene that I completely yeah. missed, and Murray had to fill in the notes. Because <laughs> yeah. my notes start up, he's in a loony bin? What? <laughs> but, yeah, this scene did happen. Yeah, so he's the doctor's pissed off. He's like, why are you wasting my time? This guy's fine. He has no blows. He comes, he comes back to life. Yeah, I mean, he needs a shave. Even though this is what I didn't get, bad. because I get it, because in the first movie, the first time he's killed in quotation marks okay yeah he's dead for a while and he comes back and i took that as okay this is the first time he died so it's the first time then you're then that's when you become a highlander true highlander okay so i could believe that there'd be a moment of pause but in the rest of the movie like remember the scene in the first movie they're drunk and they're like stabbing each other and shit and it's not yes, even doing anything to them. yes that's right and so i don't know why he would have died quotation marks in this scene. Very simple rules that were yeah. established in Highlander <laughs> yeah. 1. Like, play on those rules, but keep strict to those rules. But he no. does come back to life, and he freaks out as you would. Yes. And they're like, this guy's obviously crazy. A doctor, he's like, we need to sedate him. He stabs Connor oh. in the heart with a fucking, like, he, I does, the, he does the reverse Pulp Fiction, where he's like, we're going to s- slow his heart down. Yeah. So he stabs him in the heart. Did you notice... I don't know. I mean, I know it's because to give you that cringe factor, but it's the law. If anyone needs to be sedated in movie, it's in the neck. Yes. Every time, which we would never fucking do. Never. Because it, it could go right into your throat and you would just be spraying oh, shit down your fucking throat. And they throat. always have a cartoon-sized needle, yes, too. Always. So it'd be, like, horrible. Right. It would probably come out your other side. Yeah. Anyway, so then they put him in the loony. Apparently, there's a there's a <laughs> in this hospital. Yes, yes. there's a place for criminally insane people. Right, Batman will love this hospital. Yes. This is Gotham now. We are in Gotham. We're in Arkham. Arkham yes. Asylum. Or Arkham right Asylum. Yeah. Yes. So they fucking sedate him. It knocks him out. Which apparently Highlanders are still affected by. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, they can get high. Still, yep, so they yeah, can get yeah. high. Uh, I wonder if he's ever gone on some weird vendors. What about where's that Highlander story? I want that Highlander. Yeah, story. because you can do whatever you want. That's that was the thing about Wolverine and X Men. Like there was a there was a thing where because he always smoked. He, he used to smoke cigars all yes. the time. And one of the characters is like, you know, you shouldn't do it. He's like, I'm fuck. I got a healing factor. I can do the fuck I want. Yeah, my lungs are fine right. because of my healing factor. <laughs> yeah, I get to so do let this. me get high as fuck. All right, I, me- I, my cigars. Right. Yeah. So I want I want a nice little story about a Highlander who just there could, goes on like a meth bender. Or there something. might be a, like an episode of the show that they do that. They that would be cool if they just had one off episodes. If anybody like knows that, that we'll do a tippy tap on it. If there's an episode, it's just a Highlander bender. Yeah, we, we've got to win in drinking contests. Right, like we got to have some weird Highlander fan out there who's going to be like, "This is a good episode." <laughs> I for think you guys. Jack's a big Highlander guy. Come on, so, Jack. Jack, you know it. Look us up. You know the bender episode. Let us know. <laughs> there's guys Gotta be a Bender episode, and I'm I'm right. sure he cures it with orange juice <laughs> and chocolate bars. Right. Maybe some black coffee. Yeah, a little bit of coffee. Anyways. So he wakes up. Of course, there's got to be a guy who thinks he's a famous person. This guy thinks he's Napoleon. Oh, it's Napoleon, yes. of course. That's why and his of hand course, is Yes, and of course, Connor, he's probably met Napoleon. Yeah. So he's like, 
I am the beef of Wellington. You remember me? The beef of Wellington. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, of course I remember you. And he's like, you got to get me out. I got to do that mission. Waterloo. And he's like, my boy, of course I'll let you out. Because he's chained to a bed, so they do take the restraints off. Yeah. And I'll create a distraction for you, my boy. Pulls out his little trifold hat yeah. and pops it off. Made out of newspaper. And he just goes up and he starts doing, you know, like a, lo- a whole speech about how he's going to take over the world. And everybody in the in the loony bin starts freaking the fuck out. Right. They're throwing shit everywhere. They're shaking every bed. I, it's nuts. So the guy who's out the cop, the security guard is watching and he had to open up the fucking like cell door. Yeah. And then while he's going in to beat the shit out of these poor, insane people, Connor's like, sneaks off. Right. And it just so happens that Goon won. Uh, Kane's right-hand man now, because he killed his left-hand man. Right. Uh, he's also in the loony bin. And I don't know how he knew about No Connor. fucking clue. What is the rules on Highlanders <laughs> tracking Can Highlanders? They s- sense each other? Maybe. Because that would have been a fun thing to explore. They can feel. Maybe with Kane's sorcery powers, he could, like... Somehow figure but, out where he was at. But what were his sorcery powers? I thought it was just illusions. That, that seemed but, to be but, but, all but, it but, was. But, but, but. He does illusions, but he can't transform himself into other creatures. Right. And I don't know what his powers and are. And go through walls. Yes. Like, they're ve- <laughs> again, with the rules, it's like, hey, we created this new rule. Also, it means nothing because they can do whatever it wants. Nakano uh, <laughs> could just make illusions that you could touch and feel and everything. He can go through walls. He can fly. He can do whatever the fuck he wants because he's got the power of illusion. Right. And as we've learned so much just in the past few weeks, if you got to get away from somebody, go down. Go down. You don't go to the roof. No. Go down. Or you, no, you either go to the roof or you go down. But you never go to where the exit is. <laughs> you never go out the door because Ted That's Cruz. That's expect you to be. Ted Cruz went and got every door removed in this place. So there's only one entrance and one exit. Right. So. You, if you're a bad guy, you can't get away. So there's like apparently an. We're in the year 1994. Okay. There's an old fashioned laundry where they actually hang up the sheets to dry. They don't. You have dryers yet at this. This is begging for Zargathos <laughs> to intru- be introduced and just start having babies everywhere because this is this is what they love. I mean, besides yeah, alleys. Yeah, right. But think about this: it's steamed up. It's all steam baths. Right. There's clean sheets everywhere. Everywhere, and you know Zargathos. They want the clean sheets. Clotheslines everywhere. And so we see them, like, taunting each other, hiding behind the sheets. Yeah. Well, Connor is just like a deer in headlights. He's how just did like, these guys, uh, first of all, how did they even know what an airplane was? Because they, remember, they were in Japan, the bad guys. Bad guys, of course. How the fuck did they get on a plane in samurai gear Get here. They had no money. It, I mean, this is pre-9-11, this so that pre- part oh, yes. makes sense. Yeah, I used to always travel with my katana before pre-9-11. Well, of course you did, and your fedora, of course. Well, of course. Katana and fedora. Was, well, like dude, spent, and I spent my whole youth practicing the blade. I can't let it go to waste. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so how did they even know how to – because you think they'd be like, we got to get on a boat. You yeah. know, but no, like he figured it out. Get on a plane. Yeah, no big deal. Homo- Osmosis. Hey, they absorbed it. If Kevin McAllister can do it in 1991, <laughs> right. then these fucking men who are thousands of years old right. can figure. If you it know a cowabunga, out. you know any everything. Oh, right. As you, soon as you learn cowabunga, <laughs> you know how to say, "Here's my money, ticket, please." But so yeah, so we get a scene. Like I said, all the sword fighting scenes are awful. I, I, I think uh, I, when we. 
what did we do? We did we do a fucking Christopher Lambert movie with Jack? Because I remember him mentioning that Christopher Lambert was like almost legally blind. Yes, we did something with him, and he was talking about how he yeah. was, it was very dangerous to be sword fighting <laughs> with him because right. he was nearly blind. Yeah. What did we do? I don't, I don't know. I don't remember. But, but you're not going to get a good fight scene out of Christopher Lambert. Yeah. So Goodwan follows him to the steam room. He starts yelling out for him. As Kane told him, find him and bring him to me or whatever it was. Yeah. So he didn't want him. Well, to, yeah, because he wants he wants his he wants to kill him he wants to absorb it. Yeah. Do you have to kill – if you're in the vicinity of a kickening and you're an immortal, can you absorb some of it? Because his goons – or do you have to kill him? If you, like, the guy you kill, you absorb. I, I don't know. And it's like what's the potency? Is it like go <laughs> yeah. down based on yeah. – is it a nesting doll effect? Like does it split three ways? Right. Like, yeah. So kind of like how, yeah, how you know I'm a quarter of <laughs> this part, you know? So is it like if his goon kills him and absorbs him, and then he kills his goon? Does he only get like eighty percent of Connor? McLeod? I think you know. I think he gets all of it. You think it's all of yeah, it? Yeah, I think you get you absorb there what they've absorbed. Look at what we just done for the logic of Highlander. We just brought up this whole new thing about the potency of the quickening and like how right. much you absorb. We could have explored this in Highlander three, but no. Instead, we're fucking chopping sheets. He's calling out Highlander. I am your shadow. And Highlander's thinking about it. You're already dead. Because he doesn't. Highlander doesn't have a sword, right? Right. So he's cutting. So we see Goon just slashing these. Because we see Connor hiding behind some sheets. Yep. He's slashing them. You've already lost, Highlander. No, you've got it the reverse because he's using the oh. Kano's oh. line. You've already lost. And then he does that. He does the move, he, he said. The, he, yeah, he does the fucking spear move where he comes in hot and he blind fury grabs his hand, turns his back into his belly, steals the sword, cuts his head off. And then he gets the quickening of this guy. So now they're even. They've each got a goon's quickening. So the goons were in this movie just for them to feed. Yes. That's it. That was the only purpose. So right. not only was there more Well, I than think one, they needed a, a sword fighting scene. Like, they needed a death scene, you know. Because... They needed a death scene. They needed to give uh, Connor a new sword. They needed yeah. to give him a quickening. Yeah. So not only was there one Highlander still alive, there was three outside of Connor because right. those two guys were also Highlanders. Right. So now we get a shot of Kane. He's arrived. Uh, he's at the Snake Bar. Oh yeah, we see him walk up like a frozen pier. That that was. A I, this this is a shot I don't remember. I missed this. Scene. I remember this okay. shot because I was like, "Why is this shot here?" So I barely put anything in there for. That so he hears the cops talking about the beheading at the hospital. Oh, is that okay. it? Well, I'm just reading your notes. I don't no, remember this no, scene th- at all. This skips over to the cops because we get a scene oh. of oh, okay. Nash or, or not Nash of what's his name fucking Kane arriving. So I guess okay. he's in New York now. Yes, he is in New York. So we got him in New York because he's there. It looked like he came in on a boat, though. Like you were saying, okay. he was coming in on a pier. Okay. So there you go. So, but, well, every bad thing's happened to the docks. We've said it a million times. Bad news coming. This is where we meet Lieutenant Sten, who I don't think was from the first movie, but he does remember what the shit, the beheadings that happened eight years ago. And they involved a guy named Russell, Russell Nash, Nash, which was the alias. That Connor McLeod was using at that time. So good job. At least you got that right. You did right. a little bit of work on that. So Sten, like, where's that Russell Nash guy? He's got to be behind this. Right. And you think this is going to be a conspiracy cop who just blames everything. Everywhere he looks, he sees Russell Nash type of thing, right. you know? So. And he immediately goes to Russell Nash's apartment. Right. And so so Con- he meets Connor at the apartment. Connor is going to go up. He's got to get, you know, 
get a shave, get, you know, new set of clothes, new yeah, set of Nikes. It, his, he's not quite, like, he's got uh, an extra little bit of stubble. He's got to shave right. it down, so he just has right. that, you know, ha- uh, haggard stubble going. Right. And Sten calls him out. I know it was you, Russell Nash. I don't know what you're talking about. All and right. And he walks into his apartment. Now it's time for some fun. Yeah. Because this movie's been so serious up until now. Oh, totally. We really need to, uh, you know, need to let it release let it the tension. A bit. This is how you do it, Marvel. You have moments of tension release, not constant tension. Because there's no tension if there's all release. That's right. So this is how they do it. So, yeah, he's uh, hitting the streets. You see these guys, they're doing a, a three card Monty game. And they're like, hey, look at this crazy guy. He's got, he's got his fucking blade shades on. Clean, perfectly clean, not grimy at all. Yeah. You know, if like I said, if Fender had played this role, like, grime him up. Yeah. That's what a Highlander would do. <laughs> so, so the guy's like, "Hey, we got a pigeon right here. Come on, man, you can just find the red card." That's and all you gotta do. And Watches then, the guy shuffle the cards terribly. They even get somebody <laughs> who could do this well. Like he he does like three different shuffles, and it's very easy to follow the card. But right. of course. Lord of Illusions, he's gonna have to fuck. Well, with the this thing guy. is, they probably palmed the right. Oh, card. you know they so, did. Yeah. So yeah, so they're like, there's no way you can fix. So it. you, how we see illusions in this is they do like a orange black <laughs> kind of like uh, watery effect over things, and that's to tell us that he's using illusions on yeah, it. It's that old stool, old stool, old school like cartoony kind of thing. It's not yeah. like CGI. Oh yeah. So he flips over the first card. Like, Kane himself flips over the first card. Right. Ace, red. Or Ooh, Ace right. of Diamonds. Ace of Diamonds. Next card, Ace of Diamonds. Third card, right. Ace of Diamonds. And so he takes the 20 and he starts to walk. And, of course, the Jive, you know, hustlers are like, Hey, how'd you do that, man? That was fucking crazy. Come back over here. Double or nothing. Double or nothing. And he turns around. Kane turns around to look at them. And suddenly, those tiny, <laughs> awful little shades are on his face. And the Jive guy's like, my glasses. I can't see without my glasses. And he just walks off. So now Connor's back at the old crib. He's taking off the, you know, when, when the show that people have been away for a long time, you have to have sheets. sheets on everything. On everything, yeah. And he's taking them off. He notices in the back, he got the TV on. And he just he recognizes this voice from four like four, probably three hundred years ago. Yeah, there you go. Because yeah, that's the best thing you remember of a woman is her voice. Yes. And he's like, I've heard that voice before. And he turns around and then he sees beautiful uh, Alex, and then he's, he's and he looks at a fucking painting and it looks just like her. Griff, oh what does God. that mean? And it's like you could identify this woman by her eyebrows alone. She's got like the most. Yeah, they're weird. You need very eyebrows. very arched Arch, eyebrows. Exactly. Yeah. The way the fuck up there. Yeah. And then we get a flashback and we only get the flashbacks to the old French Revolution times cuz we <laughs> got to see that fucking cyborg wig with the ponytail. Oh god, and it just so happens that his friend whoever Pierre, wasn't it? I I didn't remember if it, this was Pierre or not cuz I, I thought Pierre know. ended up hooking up with Sarah later. No, Pierre dies. Pierre dies. Yeah. Okay. I was so confused by that scene and yeah. that shows in the notes, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I fixed it. Yeah, okay, good job. Um, So we got this guy, Pierre, let's say. Pierre shows up. He's like, my beautiful niece is in town. I don't know what these accents are, but I brought my beautiful well, your, niece. Your accent is just as good as his because he was not French. Because they were like English people in France. I don't yes. know what's going on with that. They say, this is my niece from England. Yeah. And she even speaks in a Scottish accent for some reason. Is she just trying to play it up? 
I no, I thought she was had an English accent. Oh, maybe she did. I don't remember. All I know is he's smitten. Yeah, immediately smitten, and he's like, she. I think her first line is, "Yeah, they've they brought me here to whip me into shape." And yeah. Connor, of course, hears that. He's like, "I'll whip you into shape." Right. He likes to spank. And they both giggle a little bit. So <laughs> of course they're hot to try. Right. Shocking because we know we've learned. That true love starts out with hate. So this is weird that they love each other immediately. Right off the bat. But it's like their frustration of like, I need you to whip me. You know, right. that's what's really, that's the spark. Yeah, because back then it was hard to find a woman like that. Right. So, Arquie Desaad looked forever. Connor must be the only person in all of time to He's like, probably hanging with the Marquis de Sade. This is the time that he was around in France. Who's that? Marquis de Sade. Who's that? The fucking guy, the, the word sadism comes from. It's him. He's he he came up with all the fucking whippings and really, yeah. Well, he, I, he I didn't. I'm sure people were whipping people for centuries. Oh yeah, hundred percent. But he codified it and like you know set the set the like the, 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 the words, the safe words. That was his kind of. That was his thing. Yes. He was the guy who came up with safe words. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm sure him and I Connor. think Connor is Marquis de Sade. That's his new like fucking thing. Now, do you think Connor's like you know the old Romans and everything where they just fuck. They were just in fuck piles. Do you think Connor he's does fuck it. piles? Of course, he's done it. Okay. He's he's, fu- he's fucked in every kind of civilization. Right, right? he's learned it all. Because I feel like I feel like the, he's done many a fuck pile. Like the Highlanders would all be that way. They'd be like, I, yeah, I, I'm not. I, I don't give a shit. I'm fluid on all this stuff. Oh, yeah, I just definitely. like the fluids well, to well, fly. They let, yeah, they let the fluids everywhere because yeah. you get like you said, you get bored. Right, being immortal. So you're like. I'll suck a dick, whatever. I mean, who cares? Suck in this in this dick, lifetime, yeah. lifetime, I'm fucking gay, and I'm just gonna fuck dudes. And then you you, you get a new fucking identity, and you're like, walk a mile in your feet. I walked eighty years in your feet. I sucked dick for eighty. Years. I took dick. I was a power bottom. I was a soft bottom. I was on top. I was Is everywhere. That what called soft bottom? <laughs> no, I don't know. Yep, you heard here the power opposite. Well, you'll learn. You're going to a gay pride parade later. <sighs> Ask around. What's the opposite of a power bottom? Is it a soft bottom? Is it a soft bottom? So yeah, there's Smith, Kane. He is at the snake bar. We know it's snake bar because it says the big sign snake bar, and there's a snake in a fucking like, yeah. like a plastic fucking ball. I don't. Know I, what the fuck. I was getting flashbacks to the, the fucking sangria science experiments <laughs> yes, that were happening was. in what's his name's lab. Yeah, uh, Doctor Osborne. Doctor Professor Osborne. Osborne I think Professor he was. Osborne. Yeah, apparently back in the 90s, nothing was going on, so we really cared about what was going on in archaeological dig in Japan because right. all over the news, they're talking about them. Well, there well, was a beheading, so that is kind of newsworthy. Well, there's that. I mean, back in those days, we didn't – fuck it. I had my goddamn Jeopardy ruined because of this Tulsa shooting that happened recently. <laughs> how dare they? And then the next <laughs> night, they tried you to really, – Now you know how the people in Uvalde feel. Exactly. Yeah. I know how it feels. That's my Uvalde. I, I, I lost 10 minutes in Jeopardy. <laughs> I lost all of Jeopardy, by the oh, way. Oh, wow. Yeah, they canceled <laughs> Oh, right. I'm sorry night. for your loss. That's the only way we're going to get the old fucks to care about gun restrictions, though, is if Jeopardy <laughs> keeps getting canceled for school shootings. So I think they're on to it. I think they're on to something. I think, yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> so just the only keep, way. Just keep canceling the boomer shows for school shootings <laughs> and, like, these horrible atrocities. And they'll be like, you know what? Fine. We're going to have to do some gun law Here's my AK. Here's my AK. I Can need, I please watch Jeopardy? I need my Myambialic. Myambialic has a caboose that I need to watch every night. 
So, is there an end of the story you brought up? Why was I talking about I don't this? know. All I know is... Oh, because I was going to say, we were saying we were watching an archaeological dig on the news. Yeah. Because we had we were trying to educate people instead of terrorize them. No, we still lived in a culture of fear even back oh, okay. then. But, yeah, so now we know both our hero and villain know about Alex and about the... And her great eyebrows. Right, right. We go back to Japan. <laughs> Alex is studying uh, rock. There's some like ruins on it, and she's she's deciphering it. There can only be one, and then she just rubs her chin. Like, it makes no mm. sense because there's so many of everything. What could there only be one of? Can't be papaya. Can't be papaya because we we found a lot of husks of papaya <laughs> and butt meat <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> so. Much. Jerky butt meat. Wait, the flesh still remains? <laughs> well, he jerkied it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so. I think you need air flow for jerky. <laughs> <laughs> well, the head. <laughs> That's another thing. So, Highlander can't suffocate, can't they? <laughs> and they die. So, do they go in like a, like a Dracula type state where they're just like. Yeah, I, like, feel, like, I feel like they've had to. Had to wait until, because it clearly got crushed by rock. <laughs> they suffocated. <laughs> they remained dead. <laughs> so they're like in a catatonic Dracula state. Yeah. Until... That makes sense. They, 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 they didn't have to eat any ass. His <laughs> grip just like vomits in the sink. <laughs> God damn it. Why are we not doing the history, the lore of Highlander right now? There's a lot of ground to cover. So they were dead, yeah. suffocated under the rocks, completely out, <laughs> totally vampire style, until the mountain kept shifting enough. Because obviously everything moves, tectonic plates. Let's talk right. tectonic plates here. <laughs> and so it shifted and shifted until they finally got a little bit and they started coming back. But there had to be some amount of time there. Where they just got enough air, enough, you know, the rock shifted off their chest enough where they came back too. So they probably did spend at least 80 years with, like, a rock on their chest yeah. not being able to do anything. Probably just playing, like, a, I, I spy. <laughs> I spy a little crack in it's the all rock. rock. That's all rock. That's all we can do. Well, she's deciphering that. Food shows up with the brim, not bent, perfectly not straight. Bent. It's Perfect. like, hey, do you hear you hear there's some beheadings in New York, too. You think there's any connection to the beheadings that we saw? We yeah. Found? And she's like, hmm, I'm going to New York to find out. Why are you going to New York to find out? Give me that swatch of kilt. I'm going to get that analyzed while I'm in New York. Right. So she works at a museum, as we're going to find out shortly right. here. But uh, we got to go to some more fun. Right. I can't wait. This is a good one. Kane, he's at the Red Light District in New York, Times yep. Square. He's checking out the blow-up dolls, and this guy's like, blow-up dolls? A man like you needs real pussy. Right. I got the best pussy. It's going to cost you extra for the clean sheets. This I is this, like this, clean this, sheets. This, Remember, this is, the exterminator took place in New York, too. This is the same place. This is the exact same place. Do you place. want a young boy? I'm just saying. He's like, yeah. that was another lifetime ago. Yeah. I'm into Asian broads in this lifetime. Oh, we got the Asian broad for you. Because, yeah, because they... I, because he's supposed to be playing an Asian guy, he's supposed to be Mongolian. Yes. Because there is a he does mention he's not he is going to try out some white pussy, but he's he prefers Asian later on. Right. But he's like, yeah, you got an Asian woman for me, and he's like, I fuck yeah, I do. So then we he takes him up to the uh, to the room. So this woman, poor woman, 
<laughs> totally. This would not pass muster. This would not pass the smell test in 2022. Oh, my God, no. Okay, PG-13. Yeah. PG-13 movie, yeah. everybody, and we're about to see some tits and ass. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, we walk in there, and she is and, doing... And the woman, too. Oh, yeah. We do get to see Mario Van Peebles tits. This is true. But, yeah, she's totally full-on racial stereotype. Me so horny. Me love you long time. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. And he walks out. He's shirtless. Apparently, he stopped to get some tribal tats. Yep. Because this is 94. Right. Tribal tats were hot. Exactly. He had a tramp stamp. He had all. He did He's got the nipple piercings. He's loving New York, 1994. I did notice on his bicep the nice I heart NY. He's been here for like a day, and he's <laughs> yeah. already in love with the city. Right? Well, how can you not be? It's a city that never sleeps. Bro. Right? As soon as you fucking f- fuck with you know the street hustlers, you're just like, this is the best city ever. He probably right. got a slice with that twenty bucks. Probably a lot of slices. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Best because the water graph. It's, the, wa- the, it's the water. It's the best. Oh my god, yeah. Nothing but cheese, on. He said, "Don't you dare put a pepperoni." Slice it makes it on too that. greasy, and right. I'm going to be murdering people. I think this I'm is re- fuck well. This tonight. is like this is how real pizza is. Griff is just cheese. Yeah, that's You've right. Heard that the great it's Brian very, last taught great us Brian last taught and uh, uh, how to appreciate rancid like he does. Right. So she's like, but she's like, no glove, no love, baby, because she's not immortal. She'll right. get the AIDS and she'll die. Right. And so she throws a condom in his face. He catches it. And he pulls it out. He's, he's a guy. He's like, I don't fuck. He's like, I'm immortal. I don't fucking put condoms on. Yeah. Let's see what it tastes like. Because it, it he... did say flavored. So he's yeah. like, I'm going to try it. Yeah. He has been eating ass in a cave for a very long time. <laughs> yes. As we've. And he's uh, getting yeah. ready to eat some ass right now. And this explains it. This is what I was talking about before. Because he throws it away. And pulls out she... his Chinese sticks. Yup. He's <laughs> like, I'm going to. I'm going to eat your ass, and I'm going to be hungry for it 15 minutes later. I never got that. You ever hear that joke? What's that? Chinese food. You eat Chinese food 15 minutes later. You're always, I, never, I never understood that joke. Yeah, I've always heard that, too. And I was like, yeah. no, after I eat Chinese food, I'm like, I'm done eating for the next week. Because yeah. it's just like starchy chicken and starchy right? I mean, our horrible American version of Chinese right. food that we eat. But, yeah. So he just fucks the shit out of her. On the, he didn't pay for the clean sheets. They were filthy. Yeah. There's stains all over it. There's I mean, ginty juice all over he it. He Tysons her. He he leans in real close, bites a chunk of her ear off. She and, didn't do it. She likes the rough stuff. Yeah. and she Costs extra, but she likes it. Exactly. So those sheets are no longer clean. There's blood all well, over them. There's, there's a lot of fluids. Yeah. And like you said, PG-13, we're getting some tits. He rips her little skirt off. Right, and so we see some we see some side ass there. She just got she's got the fishnets on. I'm sure you're a big yeah, fan yeah, of that. That was nice. Yeah. That was nice. So yeah, we get we get some a lot of tits, a lot of side ass in there, and then we just cut away. Cut away to her screaming. She is yes. not. She's either having a really good time or a really bad time. Yeah, you might have killed her. We don't know. We don't know. Cut to Steen. He is Sten, the lieutenant. He is at the morgue with the body of the one goon that uh, that uh, Connor had killed. And they're like, you're not going to believe this shit. And you know, uh, coroners are always the same type. They always get, always have Walkman on for some fucking yes. reason. Yeah. I think it's supposed to be that the recording thing, but why do you have <laughs> the headphones on? I don't know. Yeah. But he's just like, you're not going to believe this shit. But aside from the beheading, this guy's body is like perfect. There's nothing wrong. He doesn't have cavities. He doesn't have anything wrong with him, and he guess he has no ID. We don't know who the fuck this guy is. Right. I cleaned out his teeth, and it seems that there's human flesh like up up yeah. in between his teeth. I tasted it. It's kind of like butt tasty. <laughs> it's got a butt taste to it. <laughs> it's got a, 
butt tang to it. So for some reason, we have Sten in here to follow along a storyline that we don't well, because give a shit about. But no, because he's still like, it's that fucking Nash. It's him. But what purpose does it serve that the police are after him? It serves as a distraction because yeah. they had nothing else to that's, do with yeah, this Yeah, that's movie. all it is. It's just like, a distraction. It's we, just to let somebody – let us know that somebody is on to Connor. Okay. And he might foil his plan. I don't fucking know. So we go back to Alex. She's in New York. She's at the museum. She's with a geek because we know he's a geek because he had a computer. Right. He's got the fucking Professor Osborne set up. All these Commodores like <laughs> piled on top of each other. Uh, keyboards all over the place. <laughs> Twelve keyboards. I'm. Oh, man. He's like fucking playing in the fucking band. Yes, he's got all the keyboards everywhere. Hell yeah! And he's just like, you don't even believe this shit. This I I've trained traced the lineage of this special uh, tartan fabric because a. This I don't know if I'm reading this right, but I think it was when Connor came back to life. His family like they thought he was a demon or some shit, so they they like kicked him out of the clan. Yeah. So Connor came up with his own. Or no, what they did was they changed the McLeod tartan to a different one. Okay. So what what that means is they can place this specific McLeod tartan to wherever he became a Highlander. Okay. Okay. I think that's what it. I is. think. That's the best effort or best uh, shot we have to get in that right because okay. I don't have a fucking clue what was happening. They're holding okay. up a little square. It was a perfect little square. Perfect square. Kill. Got ripped off, but it's perfect square. Perfect square, and they're comparing it to the monitor, which is the worst resolution ever. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this was an old uh, program I I used to have as like an encyclopedia program or whatever, and you could you know because that's what it looked like when uh, what's her name Alex was playing around with it later on. Like but she's like, why would a Scotsman's kilt be in Japan? Hmm. I know. I heard there's a there's a guy who's an expert in Scottish antiquities. Yeah. Named Nash. I'm gonna go check him out. Since he lives here. In New York. In New York. All right. Now so but now I think the guy fucks off and she's like still it's, looking it's, into yeah, shit. Yeah, we're supposed to assume that many hours have passed. She's yeah. working late into the night because this Burning is that at, midnight oil. This is everything to Alex. Right. Just doing these uh, archaeological, you know, fact right. findings and everything. So she's working late. She's a regular Indiana Jones. They have her office just set up in the mi- middle of the exhibits and everything. Yes. Like this is shit that people are supposed to walk up and see and then her <laughs> computer is just yeah. there. Yeah. So she's just taking over the museum, right? It's, this is all my office. And so, so we see a condor flies into the museum, yeah. and we get that bad of cartoony effect, and it turns into Kane, right? So he can transform into condors now. So we start telling Alex about reality. Uh, he's just creeping on. He's her. creep. He's really close to her. And by the way, Alex does not give a shit. Yeah. A man. Has just broken into the museum. Museum, which should have tons of security. Tons it's a museum. It. Exactly. Yeah. Just broken. And yeah. I, I don't know. Her surrounding he, the streets. Of- he still is wearing his samurai armor. Yes. And he's got those weird bangs. <laughs> That's that, the worst. A septum ring. Like, <laughs> yeah. all the shit that in 94 was probably pretty goddamn rare to see. No, that was pretty common. Oh, it was common? Okay. Septum rings and tribal <laughs> tattoos. Yeah, that was when it was hot as shit. Yeah. Oh, okay. But he that- had a tramp stamp for fuck's sake. He said, I love New York. <laughs> the heart was right above his butt crack. <laughs> it's perfect. That's yeah. where you get it. Yeah. Right. It that would have been a great scene. Maybe it was a cut scene. He's getting the tattoo. Yeah. Uh, uh, that one should have been in there. Yeah. It would have been more fun. 
Oh, so, so yeah, he's creeping on her. I, I think he just finds out where Connor lives. I don't know what the fuck he does. Well, yeah, he's just creeping on her. He's like, I, I saw you on TV. You know, you're really good. And she's like, okay. Not phased by this at fucking all. And then he's like... Oh, I can do this. And then he, like, makes an illusion appear and disappear. And she's like, what the fuck is going on? Still not really that bothered. <laughs> no, she when, lives in New York. She's seen it all. Exactly. And when suddenly, like, a fax comes in and it has <laughs> Connor <laughs> McCloud. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That was why we had this scene. Yes. <laughs> that is why we had this scene. We needed Alex in this movie. <laughs> He's like, yeah, you're exactly right. So he's, he's, he's just like, Connor McCloud. I think his address was on there, too. Yes. And then he leaves. He just disappears. <laughs> and But well, before he leaves, there's a little diorama of the village that he destroyed in the beginning of the movie. Because this is all like the mountaineery like exhibit. Yes. And it bursts into flames. Right. And, she, and once again, she knows that. She's like, uh-huh. She didn't even care. I was like, wait, did the museum burn down? <laughs> yeah. No, nothing. It just, it just scene just ends here. Ugh. So now, Al, she's got to talk to... Uh, Still, this horrible thing just happened. She's like, I got to go check on this other right. stranger I know nothing about in the right. middle of the night. Yeah, so she goes to a, a Nash, in quotation marks, Connor's place. Aren't we supposed to assume that Nash lives in a terrible neighborhood, too? Because Nash was trying to head home when he got uh, confronted by Cholos in a car and got shot. <laughs> And she's just going to go there by herself. Hey, she's a New Yorker. She's used to it. She heads to Nash's place. She's sitting in her... She's waiting. He, he comes out. I guess she sees him come out. Yeah. it was. I, I think she, like, went to the door and then rushed back to her car or something, but she does... I don't know. She does just watch him get into his he car. He gets in his Porsche. He takes off. She follows, and then Lieutenant Sten follows her because he's been staking out Connor for, like, a couple days now. Right. And And... He's getting ready for his. He's, I guess, because we said like Connor fights with a claymore, but I guess he, he, whoever his enemy is, he adapts to their style. So he's like, I got to work on my katana skills because this guy uses katana. Maybe because the Kurgan be used a big fucking claymore too. Okay, which makes sense. Where they we're work. just breaking up so much shit with Highlander now. We're explaining it all. You should be thanking us. Uh, we, you really should. I mean, come on. Though, the, the, we're like jumping for the research on highlighters a thousand years, probably. Like the butt eating explanation alone has got to be worth so much time, so much cryptocurrency, so much cryptocurrency. So he's he's with his buddy, another white guy, two white guys doing the fucking katana fights. Right. We're at the Japanese Ancestral Cultural Center or something. Okay. So it's supposed to have some kind of religious tie-in as well. Well, there's like yeah, there's like a Buddhist shrine because it's got to be a holy ground. Because yeah. that that is the other thing they were yeah. like, oh yeah, Highlander has this logic where they can't right. do a quickening in a holy site or something. They cannot. Yeah, that was from the first movie. Too. Yes, they exactly. cannot fight in a holy. Yeah, right. That's what I was saying. They actually did. Where they're like, oh yeah, this is a nice way to you know have them meet up. Anyways, so two so, white guys. Yeah, they're just doing their katas. Him and Matt Pike. Yep. <laughs> hey, you're doing pretty good, Kathy. You learn fast. And he's like, well, I got to I gotta get high. These are people. And he walks away. And then kind of like you said, they got yep. the, the reflecting like waterfall thing. He, it's like it's supposed to be something you contemplate and like meditate. He puts his filthy hands in it. It's rubbing his face with it. Well, puts on, a little he's... on his dick to get the sweat off the, his junk. You, got, you don't want to be chafing when you're practicing. Right. Yeah, you don't want that. 
Oh, and, and then, he, of course, as he's doing that, he drifts into another flashback. Right. I mean, you said it all. He was washing off his crotch rod. <laughs> right. He's just like, oh, wow, this reminds me of something. <laughs> yeah. and him and Sarah back in the old French Revolution <laughs> I, days. I haven't had fucking chafing like this since that time I rode a horse with Sarah. And then fucked her in a barn. <laughs> so, oh, there's so, so much lice in that barn. <laughs> yeah, so much lice in his fucking junk. <laughs> Got the crabs. So, yeah, so they're riding a horse. And, yep. they, you know, riding horses gets Broad's horny. We all know that. We all know that. Just, so he <sighs> takes her to the barn. We have a nice Fabio moment. He's got the pirate shirt on. He, he takes did, her yeah. on the hay, the hay pile. And she, she's she got, like, the that old-style hair, too. She's got, like, a beehive yeah, and just, like, little her. strands are coming down right. as her as her bosom starting to overflow her, right. her uh, uh, what, what do they call them? Corsets yeah, and everything, course, yeah. yeah. So you can't resist that. I can't. Yeah. I mean, if that's happening, you you have to fuck that broad. Yeah, yeah, that's why it's called rolling the hay. Exactly, rolling the hay, rolling in the deep. And he's he bangs her, and then they're about to fuck for the second time. And then they're Pierre, Sarah, where are you? And they're like, oh shit, we gotta stop fucking. Yeah. And that's it. We cut back. Oh, you, oh, oh! No. Pierre goes, hey Connor. What are you doing? Oh, no, no, nothing. Nothing. And he's like, you're fucking my niece, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty good. I... Get this. They need you back in Paris. We need the Marquis de Sade. Yeah. And he's like, I have to leave. Sorry. And so he goes off to Paris. Yeah. His duty. He's got his duty. Is that Sa- to the booty? Sarah calls it out. She's like, you're not coming back. And he's like, no, I'm not. No. I got abroad over in Paris. <laughs> right. Got brought in every port. So now we're back in the present. Yep. Con's try, uh, Connor's trying to leave the uh, uh, Japanese Cultural Coast. Ancestral Buddhist Center. <laughs> right. There's the huge book of the, 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 the persistent truths or whatever. <laughs> every culture has it. Every culture. It's the ancestral book of perennial truths is what it was. <laughs> That's what it was, yeah. So, good job. So, uh. so they... So if they were in Maniac Killer's world, they would not be allowed to fight in that sex dungeon because in a way it is kind of a holy spot. Right. Yeah. Uh, Interesting. So Alex, yeah, she meets him up. I don't know why she just didn't meet him at his apartment or set up a thing. I guess she wants to do a meet cute with him. Oh, right. I, I, I don't know. Maybe she feels comfortable in the Japanese ancestral uh, <laughs> perennial. <laughs> so she's talking with him, and then out of nowhere, Kane just fucking attacks. He's a- yeah. But he should know by now. But I guess 400 years is a long time to hate because he forgets that you're not supposed to be fighting in a fucking holy place. Right. Oh, and Connor man. points it out. He's like, oh, excuse me, holy place. And they're obviously they're doing some renovations on this place. Oh, yeah. They're doing some big they're scaffolding time everywhere. Oh, boy. I don't know. They're doing like a Michelangelo. They're painting the ceiling. They, they're either doing that or Vince Russo booked this match or something. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, mean, I think uh, John Moxley set it up because... There's a lot. Oh, the young buck set it up because there's a lot of mini trampolines there. What the fuck are trampolines doing at a work site? I don't know. Nothing about this scene makes any sense. The fights have already been bad, and this is 
by far the worst fight I think we've ever covered. Yes. Maybe are they converting this ancestral Japanese perennial truth place into a circus because there's trapezes it could and be trampolines. A, maybe they're maybe this is the first now we have them all over the place. Is this a modern wrestling training gym too? It could be. Cuz there's a lot of trampolines. It could be that, but I think they're turning it into one of those uh, tr- uh what do they call them? Tramp zones? No, that that can't be. It. That's probably uh, like some lady yeah. evening of the evening type of thing. But they have like those jump zones now where it's just like wall to wall trampolines yeah. and shit. Yeah. I think that's what they're they're gonna repurpose. Yeah, there was a ball room. pit too. There was a ball pit and a foam it. square pit yeah. thing too. I don't know why they didn't use it. There was it was a climbing wall too. Right. So Connor is trying to deflect this fight. He's like, oh, but this is holy ground. There's the book of perennial truths right over there. <laughs> I'm sorry. We gotta push through the accents. You know I can't do them. <laughs> And of course, I mean, your your uh, Scottish accent is just as good as Lambert. Just as good, so, thank yeah. you. His is just softer. He's all he's soft about everything. Soft and raspy. Yeah. Very sexy. Oh, very sexy. That's why Sarah's fallen in love with him right. over hundreds and hundreds of years. She's yeah. always fallen for him again. It can't be for his Columbo looks. But. Yeah, it can't be for his. So yeah, they're like this. It's ridiculous. They're swinging on trapezes, and then Kane gets the better of him. And he slashes. They are literally swinging like swashbucklers from boat yeah. to boat, just clanging swords. How could yeah. anyone get the better? This is so fucking stupid. Yeah. And it's eight minutes of just like, hi-ya! Yeah, the hi-ya. choreography is when you were five and your buddies had sticks and you just tried to hit the sticks. Together. Again, yeah. Lambert's blind. Yeah. So this is a bad idea to begin with. And God. Lambert was like... I just had a fucking Dan Lambert fucking flashback. Thanks. <laughs> so, I'm Lambert. Sorry. Yeah, Lambert. I'm, I'm very sorry to do that to you. <laughs> oh, boy. So, yeah. So, uh, Kane cuts his tra- uh, kind of trapeze. Yep. So, he's on top of him. He swings at him. This is how I read it. I, yeah, really good. Okay. No idea what's good. happening here. <clears throat> good, because I'm going to explain it. We're going to explain all the Highlander world to you people. He slashes at Connor and the sh- the sh- shatters. He shatters Connor's sword. Yes, I think what I think why that happened was, and then shit starts happening because they're fighting on holy ground. Yes. And if you do that, this is what's going to happen. You cannot right. kill a Highlander in holy ground. So even if you're like going right for his neck, it's going to stop. The sword's just going to stop. Right. So you think he didn't have to block it? No. Okay. Because Connor goes up. But that's why the sword exploded. Yeah. He blocks it. Sword explodes. We see see it turn into like fucking uh, glitter, and then just all the glass in the building breaks, almost like the quickening's happening. But there's right. no lightning. Just shit's happening. It's anti quickening. And then it zooms in on like a Buddha Buddha statue or something. Yeah. And it gets really weird and ominous. And of course, Kane's just like, I, I guess 400 years uh, isn't long enough, brother. I'm gonna get the fuck out of here. I'll be a little more patient. And he just fucks off. He turns into a bird. And yes. he flies out. Right. Free as a bird. So Connor just, like, gets back up. Alex, stay away from me. I am in trouble. Which, of course, women watch you more when you say that Right. Shit, well, you know? it's, it doesn't help that he wasn't talking into her face. He got into, his, into her ear and ASMR'd her with that. And she's like, I'm going to fix that guy. He's troubled. I'm going to fix him. Yeah. It's, oh, my God. Like, so as he just takes off. She walks out. Lieutenant Stan grabs her. Told, he, he followed them yeah, too. He's ready to cock block. Right. Like, let me tell you the real story behind this 
uh, Nash, Russell Nash characters. He takes her to a bar, which is what you would do if you're a cop. Right. Did you try your drink yet? You should really drink your drink. And he got her a triple of right. scotch. Right. And he's explaining, he's like, all the shit that happened in Highlander 1, even though he wasn't in Highlander 1. Yes. But, and then he tells her, and get this shit. Seven years, because it's the it's Highlander 1 take place eight years. Seven years ago, your buddy Connor was with the woman who was from the first movie, who was his his... his First, first original love. They were they were in Scotland, and they got in a car wreck. That bitch died. Ooh. He walked away, not a scratch. Isn't that kind of weird? It's a little weird, huh? And she's just like, huh? It's kind of. Hmm, I think I saw that on a Murder She Wrote episode. Connor, he's back at home. He's he's feeling he, maybe he was doing some heroin because he's like I gotta balance it with some OJ right and uh, he goes into his fridge where he keeps a satchel of oranges eighty four of them of course right. picks one out and we get this beautiful shot of him coming down with a chef's knife on it and then we just cut back to the revolution times right because why Griff reminiscent of a guillotine yeah great director he did Mwah, great job that was good that was good because he's been captured. He's in a prison in Paris. The king has got him because yeah. he's part of the revolution to, to get to kill the king. The, yeah, the kinkolution with the the Marquis de Sway the, guy. The Marquis de Sway. You're right. <laughs> Marquis de, de Sade, who was also in prison by the the king. They were probably enjoying that. I think Connor was Marquis de Sade. Oh, okay. You think Connor was it? That was okay. another life. Yeah. Oh, okay. that's why the chicks loved him. He was whipping the shit out of him. Right, because they there you saw this vanilla sex, and he's like, "I got the right. chocolate sex here for you, ladies." Right. Yeah. I got the chocolate. Oh, swirl. he's got the Napoleon sex for them. Wait, isn't that the Neapolitan? Ice cream? Neapolitan. Yeah, he's got me. chocolate, vanilla, and a little strawberry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So he's like ready to die though. He's like, you know what? I've I've lived the life because he's gonna fucking die. Because the guillotine, they, it chops your head off. Obviously, you're gonna die. Right. The- Where does the quickening go? Is it the nearest fucking Highlander gets it, or does it just dissipate? The, this is right up there with it, <laughs> when a tree falls in the forest and there's no one there. Does it make a noise? That right. is a very good question. Yeah. Holy shit. Where does, does it mortal? Get your does he become immortal? Does immortal absorb your quickening and become you? Right. Maybe what happens is everybody that's there, the quickening shocks them, trying to go into their vessel and explodes them because they can't handle it because they have to be born a Highlander. That, uh, there's so many questions. So many questions. See, that would be an episode too. If yes. I was doing the Highlander, <laughs> we would do the episode where you have the fucking guy <laughs> just doing mainlining heroin. Uh, and then we would do this episode where a guy gets his head chopped off and everybody right. there is in a Highlander and they get exploded because there's just nothing. There's right. nothing there. Yeah. And then maybe like the, the whole ca- – it's like a castle and all the arm- suits of armors come to life because the energy doesn't know what to do. And then Scooby-Doo shows up. <laughs> okay. Pierre is in there with him. He's like, I'm taking your place. I'm, and he's like, no, you can't. You're my friend. No, you're more important, Marquis de Sade. You're the greatest warrior we have. Right. And not to mention, you're, you're a warrior of the... Of you're the, our greatest sex pervert, too. Sex pervert, yeah. And we, you, know, we, you invented the French tickler. You're, you're only halfway through your, yeah. your whole fucking uh, you know, sex book. you got to finish right. that shit. Yeah, you got to finish The it. world needs it. That's you, the most you, important thing. You, you, you completed the chapters on sadism, no masochism. We need, <laughs> you need to finish. <laughs> so we see... Uh, but he's like, no, I'm going to die. I have it. So we see who we think is Connor being put up to on the, the very confusing for me up to the guillotine. We see Sarah in the audience watching, 
chunk head pull. It's like, oh, shit. What have we been watching? Connor died 200 years ago. Who is this guy? Yeah. And then we cut up to Connor watching himself get his head cut. I was right. so confused. It was Pierre. He hit him on the head, knocked Connor out, Bonked him. took okay. his place. All right. So we're back into the present times. And Alex pulls a grift, just invites herself over <laughs> right. to somebody's house. She shows yeah. up. Connor's just like, I knew you would be here. <gasps> Sister Alex, I knew you'd come. He whispered, when you right. ASMR in a girl's ear, she's got to come. And he invites her in, and she's what? She's like you said, pulling a griff, looking at all. Uh, you know what? You can look at people's photographs. I'll say that. If people have photographs on the wall, you can look at it. Don't she, touch them. Do not touch them. Do not take them off the wall. Yeah. <laughs> you can look at them. And he's noticing all these pictures pictures of people from like 100 years ago, but like like something about that one guy. Awful Photoshop yeah. of fucking Lambert put on like an old photo. It was bad. Yeah. yeah. And then we see I'm not going to spoil it yet, but there's a, there's, a, there's a picture that I was like, I, I zeroed in on it. I was like, who is that? But we'll get into that later. Who am I? Um, that was really good because I noticed that too. I was yeah. like, what the fuck? Yeah. I mean, is, is that Babe Ruth? Um, so that's I what did, I thought. Yeah. That's yeah. What I thought. So anyway, I mean, it was yeah. next to a baseball, so yes. it makes sense. So, did you catch who was it? A Babe Ruth? Because do you see who signed the the ball? Well, according to Alex, it says McLeod on it, <laughs> and I was like, "Wait, what? <laughs> I don't remember any baseball it says, player." It says McLeod. Thanks for teaching me how to hit Babe Ruth. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah. I, I I'm look. I'm a millennial. Maybe, I don't ba- know how to read. Script. Babe Ruth was an immortal, and Connor killed him. And absorbed his batting powers. Oh, my God. Talk about corked bat. He actually kept yes. a sword in his bat just in mm-hmm. case. People don't talk about that New York Yankees game. People, yeah, it's a total mystery how Babe Ruth died. Nobody knows. Right. Now you do. All right. And he did eat a lot of hot dogs and somehow stayed That's alive. That's why he was so good at hitting home runs because he, qu- he, had, he had the power of the quickening. Power of the quickening. So, yeah, so he's like, excuse me, I have to make a phone call. Did he make a phone call or did he get a he phone call? He gets a phone. You're right. And if you've noticed, it is four in the morning. Yes. And the airline has to call him. Hello, your tickets for Glasgow are available. While that while he's talking, fucking pulling a griff, she eavesdrops on the downstairs phone. Listen, he even notices because he's yeah. got like this belt. He is. Yeah, in it's an, it's a, an open floor plan. Yeah. It, he's in an abandoned building. Yeah. So Those are the, all our heroes have the coolest fucking loft type of part. Oh my god! I remember in Highlander one, he had the f- sweet ass fuck pad, or maybe that was Highlander two. He had that little fucking hidden vault that had all his antiquities in. Yeah, it. Yeah, that's right. But he's always bringing people into his abandoned building, <laughs> sweet ass apartment, and of course, once they're in there, it's like he's got the grand piano laid out. He's got all the beautiful art. rug. So a court of fireplace, John DeHart <laughs> music. It's pressure sensitive uh, bearskin rug, and so when you lay on it, the John DeHart starting over <laughs> just starts up, and the ice cubes just lift out of the ground. And next thing you know, nipples. It's, well, he is the Marquis de Sade. He knows how to bone a bar. So anyway. she hears though he's going to, to Glasgow, and he notices, and she, he's just like, "Oh, she's so cheeky." This is the Sarah I've known and loved for four hundred years. Oh, so yeah, apparently he's going to go to Glasgow. And then she notices the paintings like, wow, those eyebrows. That's me. That's me. Flashback. Now we see 
Sarah's moved now. We don't know how many years later this is from the guillotine scene, but she's moved on. She has she has a new husband and children. Because he, where the fuck did he? I guess he he had something to do. He but, did have to lay low. I mean, he's supposed to be dead, and he well, had to escape that cell. There was somehow. a child that was at least seven years old. So let's just say it's seven years. He was still in prison. So why did they let him go? Because the revolution was over. They won. Oh, they won. won. Yeah, they, oh, okay. they killed like Marie, Ant- Marie Antoinette and all those people. Oh, yeah. Let them eat cake. Yeah. So, well, he said, let them eat figs. It's the real. Uh, figs. Yeah. But it, fig cake. Let them eat fig sandwiches. There we go. So he's got, he's got his Napoleon hat on. He's ready. He's like, I'm ready to go to the bone zone. Been, yeah. I've been fucking dudes in prison all this time. Yeah. And then he sees. He's like, I, don't, I care too much for her. I'm not going to. I can't ruin it because obviously, if well, I he's already and he's also she had kids. The pussy's ruined. He's just like he's yeah. not gonna feel the same anymore. <laughs> so he just fucks off and leaves. He was he was all ready to corner her, helicopter his dick at her because that was her thing. Like right. that's how we got her in the stable. Oh. He stood over helicopter. Next thing you know, she had the vapors. That's and they the were thing. Fucking. She was in his stable, and he moved on. He's yeah. like, I got I got a new filly. I got a bone. That's right. Walks off. So back in present time, Alex is now asking all kinds of questions. She's an archaeologist, and this is a fucking archaeologist, archaeological dream house right here. There's all kinds of old shit in here. So she's trying to ask all these questions, and Connor's just playing it real fucking coy. Yeah, I guess it's pretty old. McLeod, I've never heard that name before. Mm, never heard it. And she's, she's grilling up, and she's like, well, you know what? Fuck you, then. I'm out of here. She does grab the broken sword. Yeah, she notices that. And uh, she tosses it at him, and then she leaves. So I don't know the significance of that either. She's just frustrated. She wants to get fucked by this dude, and he's being coy. She wants to not only know the secrets of his life, but the secret in his pants. Right. And she walks, she, she leaves for the museum. There was a an ingot, a Nagano ingot. It's a big slab. We saw it earlier. He was forging it. It was just a slab of steel with a with the Japanese. I don't know what kanji. What do they call that? It might be kanji. I don't know. I don't know. There's <laughs> like three different uh, yeah. types of script they use. Yeah. But and so she's researching because she does her own research. Right. Again, back at back at her office in the middle of the museum, and it just so happens that she's using it as a coaster. She reaches for her tea and knocks it over. Right. Uh, and. It cracks. She has actually has the computer on a dinosaur bones. Yeah. <laughs> she made her desk out of dinosaur bones. Well, she doesn't care about that kind of history. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, fuck it. Well, because that's made up. That was God trying to trick us. Right. So it's mm. not real. That's right. So, yes, she is a biblical scientist. We'll just say that much. Right. And so now that she has, like, she's looking at that ingot, and she notices the symbol, and she's like, well, I got to scan this into my computer now because we had that technology. Right. Like, Google's barely figured it out today. Where is she doing her research on the computer? There's no internet. 94? She had had the programs. I told you. She had the encyclopedia program. So all she had to do was scan the picture, and it was like And we learned it says knowledge. It's just knowledge, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, it said knowledge, yeah. Right. So she, this is where we are getting Connor's back in Scotland. He goes to the old castle he lived in with his first wife. Yeah, he's explaining. He's doing a little narration here explaining to the audience, like, I have to come back to where it's all begun. I have right. to feel the power in the grass and the hills. I got to drink the scotch straight off the assembly line. Right. 
So he goes to the, and it's still there. The ruins are still there from like fucking a thousand years. Ago. Barely even grown over. No, barely, you're right. Barely. Yeah. Nothing's even collapsed. It's been a thousand years. A thousand but. years. They built buildings much more sound back then. They did. That's true. So and he see he searches. He finds this area. He's looking. He's like, yes, he my smithing tools. And they're still in a burlap sack. He didn't even like disintegrate. He, he finds his anvil first, and he's rubbing it up and down. And he's like, but it, this is useless if I can't find my smithing tools. <laughs> and then yeah, he he chunks. And he's got off the maniac piece. killer nipple tongs oh, and all yeah. that shit. And he's like, yes. Well, so. While he's doing sword making, Alex is researching sword making. So we get some nice dual montages of her learning about sword making while right. he's actually doing it. I did like that the one screen she's looking at just says, Katana means Japanese for sword. <laughs> right. Then says Dr. John, uh, no, Dr. <laughs> Joe Marshall. Dr. Joe Marshall. And Sam she, like and so they're doing this, so it's a nice. Dual montages of sword building. Kane, this is okay. This is a great scene. Kane weeks later goes to Connors. He learned about it. Like time <laughs> is irrelevant in this movie. Right. It doesn't matter. It's like being immortal. It's a great metaphor for being immortal. Time is an illusion. I like that. Okay. So again, that's another one that's under the hood. Right. But we've lifted right. the hood. We've shown you this is where you put the oil in. Right. Time is an illusion. Breaks into Connor's apartment, checking shit out. We get, he goes to the desk. There's a Fabergé egg on it. He just smashes it because he's how evil he is. He can't appreciate beauty at all. Yeah. I hate this Fabergé egg. There is a framed <laughs> photograph of Connor's orphan son. his real son. His orphan son, John, autographed. It says, to dad, thanks for being a fan. Best wishes, John. <laughs> Who? Who the fuck autographs a picture to their parents? Robert Ginty. <laughs> you know we did that all the time. Well, yeah, we got the autograph right here. Exactly. It said, to dad, love Ginty. And so, so, but of course, this is we have to telegraph everything. So now he knows. Because it has to say, from your son who loves you very much, dad, yeah. John. And he's like, he has a son. Yeah. Because he knows that they can't have children, so it's right. got to be an adopted son. And Ed, just as luck would have it, just, as he's, this as is he's, microwave timing to the ninth degree. <laughs> we got to put that on our list of things to describe. Oh, I, I thought I did. I don't know. Maybe. I think I did. But he says he's staring at that beautiful picture of John. We get a phone call on the answer machine from John. Hello, Daddy. It is me, your son, John. <laughs> you may remember me from the autograph photo on your desk. I just want to say, you are supposed to be here in Marrakesh with me at our house, 18722 Marrakesh. I will go ahead and leave my phone number. Please send for me. I would like to come visit you in New York. Right, no, yeah, I think he said, I'm coming to visit you. Yeah, because. I didn't think he said he was coming to visit. because He leaves the phone number, the address, all the information. I thought what happened, in my brain what happened, is um, Kane called him. Did his illusion thing and was basically like, it's me, your daddy. I'm going to send you a ticket. Fly over. Because I thought that's what Jack explained later. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. Okay. So anyways, yeah, Kane is just puffing down on a cigar. Like you said, like Wolverine. Right. Why not? (laughs) Just good taste, you know? Right. And it is the 90s. He had a bowling shirt on and he was smoking a cigar. Listening to Real Big Fish. Classic douchebag. He's a big time ska fan. (laughs) He's, and, and he loves swing dancing, too. He it's, loves he's it. He's totally yeah. absorbing. He's living in the 90s. Zoot Suit Riot. <laughs> right. Cherry Poppin' Daddies. Cherry. 
So, oh God, <laughs> 90s, this were garbage. He I'm sorry, was... people. The 90s were garbage. The movies are garbage. The fucking music was garbage. If you lived there, you were garbage. <laughs> so, yeah, so, uh, <laughs> so Alex is like, I have to meet this man. He's so, he's just so amazing. I don't know. How she, I guess. I guess everybody knows the McLeod Castle because she just walks up on him as he's foraging. I get, this is su- this is either a fucking commercial for like erectile dysfunction, <laughs> or maybe coffee. There was no t- no because there would have been two tubs next to each other. And they're sitting <laughs> in them. There, yeah. there was a waterfall. <laughs> there should have been two tubs under it with them holding hands and slowly looking at each other. But yeah, it, it, this looks like a commercial, and she's walking up. Like you said, she knew he was in Glasgow. There's nobody right. else in Glasgow. I yeah. guess there's only one McLeod Castle on right. record, so it was yes. like very easy to find. But he lives in the middle of nothing. Right. So you, you would have needed GPS coordinates to get to him, which in right. 94, not the easiest <laughs> thing to do. And when she meets him, she's just like, look, it's obvious you're immortal. Like She just buys into all of it. Like. Right, and she's, she's like, "You're I, you're Connor McLeod. You're yeah. a thousand years old. I want to be with you. I need to be." Here's the thing: I cannot bring you in too close because then I have to push you away. Which totally brings her in close. Well, he knows, it, he's had a thousand years perfect his fucking game, his player game. Oh, so yeah. he knows he invented a lot of this shit. Oh yeah. He he invented the yo-yo afterwards because <laughs> he's like, I, "This effect I have on women, it's like a yo." Yo, and then he invented the yo-yo after and called it the yo-yo. And he also is a, the the backer for the yo-ho-ho porn uh, strip club. <laughs> Go listen to Murder, She, Murder Wrote. She Wrote. So, yeah, she, and then we get the scene. She's just lovingly looking at him. He's just banging that metal, forging right. that sword, forging oh, right. that katana. He's got his billowy pirate shirt on again, just right. barely laced up. Somehow he's everywhere. got a ponytail again. His, his Scottish, beautiful mainland Highlander hair is back with the one or two braids in it. Oh, man. And then it, we get a nice m- montage of him doing sword training in nature. He's training in nature, which automatically means he's going to beat Kane. That's why I, I was, I, there was no tension at all. Right. And, of course, there's there's a scene of him, like, rowing a boat. <laughs> yeah, rowing a boat for some yeah. reason. <laughs> Running along with his fucking fresh white Nikes. Okay, but that was on the beach. The beach. That was reminiscent to yeah. the first movie right. with uh, Ramirez. Yeah, Ramirez. Yeah, so everything was kind of working out there, but... This is where she does give him the yeah. whole spiel, but I figured you out. My my computer has all the information on you. I Wikipedia'd you. I did my own right. research. Right. She explains it all to him, and he's just like, well, fuck. The only thing left to research is these nuts. <laughs> now, this is where we get a sex scene, but, you know, Griff and I... As you already know, we're two hours into this episode. We can be very verbose about scenes. We can spend an hour talking about this sex scene. Right. We don't do action uh, shots very well. No. But the sex scenes, I mean, come on. Right. Well, we're sex gods. Uh, we we learned it all, I mean, from life experience, and then John DeHart kind of <laughs> helped right. really refine all of right. that. But I just want to get to the meat of the matter, as it were. Yeah. So I found on IMDb <laughs> a review of this sex scene that I am going to do an erotic reading of. Yeah. Because it just cuts to the quick. It just tells you what it is. I, I apologize, if, or I you can thank me if anyone has an orgasm listening to this. I want to give credit. This guy, I think his name is Swedzen, because he's definitely... 
English is not his first fucking <laughs> fucking language. Because I'm gonna read it. To, it's S W E D Z I N. Actually, I want to I want to credit him. I don't want to steal this guy's shit because uh, and I, I'm gonna read it. I I wrote word for word. I'm not gonna. I didn't alter anything. This is exactly what he said. for the highlight of review probably the best thing in whole mood film no more no less the sex scene the sex scene between Christopher Lambert and Deborah Cara Unger was more than impressive wow they did it without a double that was a real talent between the two of them good movements and Good choreography during the air quotes sexual work combined with a fuckable music during the scene. The sex scene music was more than exciting. It's like the band members were there watching the horny couple and they composed the music on the spot and say, All right, let's perform it. Damn! That was good. Too bad I can't find a soundtrack. For me, this sex scene is numero uno in the motion picture history. The best about Deborah Kara Unger, her performance in film, was so not interesting that everybody expect the same. Go on, Connor. Fuck her. Yeah. They did it. To mention about music, it was also a fine thing. It was good and relaxing. Highlander the Sorcerer film is nothing more than relax. Take it easy. But you'll get horny during the sex scene. Swedzen, Swedzen. You just you just nailed it, dude. This is exactly how we all felt watching this sex scene in a PG thirteen movie, full frontal nudity. That was good. That, <laughs> that was, was great. That was really inspiring. Yeah, was, we know. I'm we, sorry, mate. You guys, pause. Compose yourself. <laughs> get back to us. Oh man, uh, this is really impressive because, of course, we had to do all of our research on this man, and he is the number one profiler on sex scenes in all uh, movies. He's yeah, the yeah. Roger Ebert. We'll be going to him for, sex for, scenes. for future right. sex scenes. Yeah, exactly. We're we're trying to get him on, but <laughs> yeah, he is yeah. so busy. Yeah, because he's on every set now <laughs> for HBO and all those like uh-huh. uh, TV shows that always have a fuck scene in them. Yeah. He's there. He's the guy. I I wonder I wonder how he that's qu- Sweden. Come on. Come on, you got to come on the show, Swedeson. Oh, man. And, of course, after you're done with the good fuck, you need to go down to a good fuck bar. Right. Good fucking bar, I mean. You got to have some haggis. Get hungry. You got Yeah, you got that empty hole in your gut now from blowing loads and sweating out all your you know bodily fluids. So you got to go get a refueling. And you do that at the most iconic, like, old-school Scottish bar you can find. That apparently everybody knows because his buddy Jack and uh, Merrick Cash knows because he calls him there. Where are they staying? Are they staying in a hotel? Are they are they staying at the castle? The sleeping out in nature? That's what it seemed like Connor was doing. He was just <laughs> sleeping in nature because it 
he's been like, I haven't been here in so long, and all the grass is overgrown and everything. So where did he stay, and how did he end up here, and how did Jack know how to find him here? Is Jack a Highlander? Does he have a Highlander tracking system? Mm. There's so many good questions here. I don't know, but all I know is Jack calls up. He's like, can I speak to Conor McGregor? Or Conor McGregor. Conor McCloud. He's also, uh, by the way, Conor McGregor is an immortal. He's a Highlander. Yeah, yeah okay. But, uh, and they're like, yeah, hold on a second. Bloody. Bloody. I got you know, some fucking haggis. Uh, and uh, he's like, hold on to your kid, Lenny. Connor gets like, Connor, where the fuck are you, man? I sent John to New York. Well, you yeah. called us. Why are you in Scotland? You're supposed to be in New York to pick up your son. How did he know he was in Scotland? Because he assumed he was in New York. I have no fucking clue. Did he call his travel agent? Does he have? <laughs> maybe. Maybe. that That's that's the best we can do here. So Connor's like, we got to get on the, into a plane to New York stat. That's my other episode of my Highlander uh, fucking anthology series. Is there going to be one? Every Highlander has a travel agent. They're moving all over the place. Of course they're going to have a travel agent. And that's their, their main line of contact. That's how you get a hold of a Highlander. Well, yeah, pre-internet and pre-cell phone days you had to. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they had to plan it out, get you the trips, get you the hotel. So talk about microwave timing, Griff. I mean, there must have been a layover in Hoboken that John had to do because because they all arrive at the airport at the same time. And they'll all go through customs you right. know, at the same time. So the police find out that a McLeod is coming to the airport. So even Lieutenant Sten is on his way right. to the airport. We got Jack. Jack? Who's Jack? John. Oh, yeah. John arriving there. With and his fucking uh, MAGA hat on and every backwards, of course. Yep. It is the 90s. You got Kane arriving there. You got right. McLeod and fucking Alex arriving there. And, of course, Kane gonna... pulls in. This, you could do this pre-9-11. Kane pulls up in a Cadillac, parks right outside the airport, and just walks out and walks into the airport. Right. Which you could do back in those days. True. And so, yeah, so Kane spots uh, Alex. He's like, because they like, well, there's a scene like, what, are you tra- traveling on your own? You're five. Yeah, I'm. I'm waiting for my dad. Uh. Goes through. We see. So we see. Uh, like Con- Connor and uh, Connor and Alex. They get stuck in a line. A yeah, line for what? First of all, this is the most ridiculous thing of all. Connor cuts in front of some black women, and they let him do it. That would never happen in a million years. Yeah. A black woman would let a white guy get in front yeah. of him in line, but they let him. It's a movie. Yeah. We'll, we'll spend disbelief. So they're they're just standing there in line yeah. when they look up because they're on the first floor and there's like a second floor walkway right. that you can see through. And we see uh, little John, and we see Kane, and he's walking, and then he passes. He goes in front of like a pillar or yep. something, and he comes to the other side. He's fucking Connor. Oh shit! And so Connor, of course, springs into action, but they're too far away. Right. So we get to see that Kane gets little John into his car, and he's he's still like. Uh, disguised as uh, Connor right. as he's... Get in there, my... you little brat. Yeah, and then he's like, that's not something my daddy <laughs> would say. And so they get in the car. He, like, locks them. He's got the child safety lock engaged. Right. I didn't even think they had those in 94. I, yeah, I think they did, yeah. Uh, and then he fucking transforms himself back right. into Kane. And he's like, uh, we're going to go for a fun little ride, buddy. And, well, and so uh, Connor chases. Yeah, this is... Pre nine eleven, but there was actually some security at the airports back then. So they grabbed Connor. Yep. Sten grabs Sten. him. I mean, he's been out for him for uh, years. I'll give Griff, Griff a pass because we last time we talked about Highlander was three years ago. But this, this next scene is a total rip off of the scene yeah. from Highlander where the Kurgan 
uh, high carjacks an old lady and then goes on a joyride. So yeah, we get. I couldn't remember. I fucking hate this. Is I, did I say in the beginning? This, I, this was so long ago. This is the scene I hated the most. Oh, you didn't. It was wow. so fucking cartoony. and It was the... really bad. First, I... somehow they wind up on the fucking tarmac of the airport. Right. And then they dri- they're driving. They're playing chicken with an airplane. Right. And so, like you said, now he can go. Th- he's like a ghost. He can go. Because th- at first I was like, he's fucking with a kid and the airplane's an illusion. But no, I think they went through the fucking real airplane. It, this... The power of the magic here, they did a terrible job with. We got to see that he could make things look like something else, but now it's like suddenly he's phasing through shit. (laughs) He's like doing all kinds of shit that makes no sense. But for a movie that was incredibly boring, this over-the-top stupid scene, you're right. It was very Looney Tunes. It was dumb. But I was like, finally something different at least. He's driving down roads like, playing chicken with cars. He rips the fucking steering wheel off and hands it to John. Yeah. The car's on fire, yep. you know. At one point, he kicks the door out, uh, the passenger door, right. and holds the kid's face, like, right above the, you know, the street right. flying by. But we're getting all that happening, and then we're getting cuts over to Connor in interrogation. Right, and they're like, as... as you would think they're like we have nothing on you Stendis has a hard on for you for some reason right. why like, did we have so many cuts back to this scene when they're just like we got nothing <laughs> yeah so I guess we're gonna have to let you go right so Connor returns home and then he gets the message from Kane on the answering machine and, yep. he's like, and he's like meet me at the mission in Jersey City at route one we're gonna finish this and you're or you, are you you'll never see your son again and you're daddy save me of course, Alex just happens to be there with him. I guess she's she got in love him. with him now. She's in love with yeah. him. Yeah, of course. She's been reincarnated. That's Sarah. That's not fucking Alex. Oh right. And he gives her a ring, which he does all the time. He's got like a fucking little thing of rings that he hangs to these broads. And oh he's yeah. Like this will show my love for you. I will be back. He can never take him on the first meeting because he's got to find the ring at home that he's gonna. Because he, he was right. wearing the ring and then he gave right. it to her. So. Who knows if I mean does do they have the same finger size and everything? Yes, apparently. He that's that's his kink, fingers. Oh, like he like he likes really stubby, thick fingers, oh, like, okay. like a midget. And, and they showed it this like Danny DeVito hand. And he puts a ring on it. Close <laughs> 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 up. Okay. And he walks off heading to Jersey City. So now he arrives by taxi. He's got the Porsche. I don't want to take the Porsche. I don't know why he wouldn't take... Uh, I guess because he doesn't want the cops to get him again. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, yeah. He arrives at the mission. He walks in. Remember, they can't fight. This is holy ground. It's a holy ground. It's the Alamo. And we see John there. He's like, Daddy! And he runs to him. And did, does it turn into Kane? It disappears. Oh, it disappears? It just completely disappears. And then Kane is at the altar. He's like, ah, ha, 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 I fooled you again. And he's like, you know, meet me outside for the final battle. Then he just disappears. He, yeah, he phases in front of a nice Jesus statue. Right. And it's just like, oh, okay. Where where am I supposed to go now? Well, it just so happens. Just, behind the mission. Yep, behind the mission. Just like our, one of our favorite movies, uh, Con Air. Right. Where we had uh, the bar right next to the oil rig and everything. <laughs> right. The, they have the little church, the little mission here, right next to the giant... It's a steam and fire factory. Yeah, steam. That's all it was. All it did was shoot fire and steam everywhere. Yeah. 
And so he walks into the into the, the factory, and there's all catwalks everywhere, of course. Of course. Stairs that lead to nowhere. Right. This is where they got the idea, Stairway <laughs> to uh, Heaven. They were just right. like, oh, yeah. Well, like we were saying, the, uh, the the place where Ginty lived in his place, it's just stairways. It's like an Escher painting. Stairways yeah, yeah. Stairways are everywhere. And a fucking predator, fucking Frisbee, goes flying at Connor out of nowhere. I'm like, I'm like Whoa, is the Predator going to interrupt this? That would be some now, fucking crazy now shit. Now we're talking. If you're going to do a crossover, Predator, Alien, okay, you guys fuck that up. <laughs> now let's fuck up Predator versus Highlander. That would be amazing because it, it'd be hard to kill a fucking uh, right. Highlander. I could think of some pretty good battle scenarios. And uh, you could definitely have a, a Predator think he's won, walk over to the Highlander on the ground, and then trip over and land on you know a fire right. poker that he's sticking up at him. Right. Yeah. And so there's a lot of cat and mouse shit going on. And then Alex shows up. And she's like, Connor, I'm over here. Come to me. So he goes across this catwalk, but it's not a catwalk. It's a fucking illusion. He's a sorcerer. So Connor barely makes it. He grabs the edge of the catwalk that Alex is sitting on. She pulls him up. And then they're having like a nice little moment here where they're breathing heavily, but it's like comforted. And then suddenly Connor pulls out a sword and fucking stabs Alex. Right, because he sensed. Yeah, illusion of illusion. He never trusts Kane. Well, he knew. He he knew. After that, Alex is still at home staring at that ring. He's mine. He's yeah, played he's, this game. He's so done this times. so many times. Right. right. Like, well, at that end, he said. So I, when we were in that scene, he whispered something, and we saw a close up of his mouth, and I couldn't figure out what he said. Now I understand. Stay here, bitch. <laughs> That's what he said, and of course she just swoons. It's yeah. yeah, exactly. So she probably went to work in the kitchen, and he hadn't been there in eight years. So there's probably a lot of dusting that needed to be right. done, you know. And he's like, "Yeah, make me a fucking turkey pot pie, bitch." When I when it. I get back home, I'm not cutting up a fucking orange. I want to be cutting a turkey right. pot pie, right? Haggis pie. But he made a mistake stabbing Kane because Kane now has two swords because he's immortal. He takes the sword out and he's got two swords. Like, oh, this wouldn't be fair. To uh, guy with attacking a guy with no sword, but I don't care about being fair. <laughs> I mean, that's what a villain would do. So good, good job on that one. They have awful fighting. It just ends up going all over the place for a few minutes here. He some Connor somehow gets his sword back. So he lands. He falls onto another catwalk, and his sword falls next to him. So he picks it up, and then suddenly Kane's running at him, and so he chops Kane. Right in half. Slices him in half. But we have another Looney Tune moment <laughs> right. where the bottom half of his body continues and his torso is just floating there. Yeah. And then he goes... He's not floating. He's actually holding himself on the hand side oh, of the catwalk. Oh, okay. That yeah. was what it was. Yeah. It's and, believable. Okay. Very believable. Yeah. And then he tells, hey, Lex, get back over here. And then... <laughs> <doo, doo, doo, laughs> it was awful. And then he just kind of wiggles himself back together. So they can do that. We've learned. Now we learned that. I explained it. I asked about it earlier. You did. That's yeah. true. Yeah. So, yeah, they're having a good old time. And then they, they engage in the boringest fucking sword fight. For some reason, a Muzak version of Motley Crue's Dr. Feelgood starts playing. I am not making that up. Maybe you could play a little Dr. Feelgood.
and it's just boring bullshit. And Connor just starts slashing uh, Kane's back, and that incapacitates him somehow. It's a terrible sword. He play. just got cut in half and just brushed it off. Now he's incapacitated by getting slashed across the back. So apparently his power, because obviously he was doing an illusion there, and now he's not was powerful he? enough to I do don't... an illusion, or maybe he what? I don't know. Like the buildup for Kane's like uh, Achilles heel was awful. He just hits him in the back with the sword. None of this played into it at all. He doesn't like, even stab him. He just slashes just his slashes back. him, yeah. But that, that stuns him, and they think, I'll see you in hell. I'll be the judge of that. And he chops Kane's head off. Very, very anticlimactic. Yeah. But the quickening comes, and he finally absorbs the last quickening. This is it, Griff. He's finally a true mortal. He's at the prize. You think this place would have exploded? I mean, it's steam and fire. You would it's think. literally like well, a mountain a- came down for fuck's exactly. sake. Exactly. This is literally just like a bomb factory, and no quickening comes through, and it's the most quickening of all quickenings. It's the Be- sickening quickening. Because we're supposed to believe that these guys basically are are, are equals, which yeah. means they both have 50% of the other Highlanders in the world. Right, yeah. So it's 50-50. So now he's 100% Highlander. The quickening that would be quickening here has got to be insane. It'd be it like, would be thickening, the quickening. Yeah, it'd be the thickening quickening. <laughs> right. It would be like taking the full container of Nesquik chocolate and pouring it into eight <laughs> ounces of milk. <laughs> Powder everywhere. It'd be powder everywhere. You wouldn't have any milk. You would have sludge, maybe, <laughs> if you're lucky. So this is a perfect encapsulation of the quickening, Griffin. Thank you. I, Nestle quickening. Nestle quickening. Oh, my God. <laughs> How we happen on these things. We're geniuses. Geniuses. So he collapses from that. And John, daddy, runs to him. You did it all for the nookie, daddy, because he's still got his Fred Dirt set <laughs> on. And he helps him up, and now we they're a family now. But yeah. he doesn't really, because now that he can knock a chick up, he's indeed fucking John anymore. I would just turn him loose. Right, once they once he has the first You're not kid. not my flesh and blood. Right, once he has the first kid with Sarah, he's like, yeah, I really just don't care <laughs> yeah, about you thinking anymore. Maybe he sits a little like 10-year-old John. Maybe you need to move out. I think, yeah, yeah. you know. Well, they are, the relationship's already fucking weird, because he's just like, I'm just going to go for a while. See you later, son. <laughs> And then he ended up in Glasgow and didn't call his son. His son literally said, please call me when you get home to New York. And he, he took him by the shoulder and said, no, you call me. He's that <laughs> fucking shitty. He's like, I'm not going to call this kid who I supposedly love. He's a player. He is a pl- he is a pl- He's even playing his quote unquote son. So he goes back to the motherland with his new woman and and um, his son, and it's finally over. And then we see he go he he does a touching moment where he goes to the where his wife was raped and murdered and puts a candle, lights it for because she said light a candle for me, Highlander, whenever you're in town. He does that. To, he's like, "That's the last time I'm going to do that." Yep. And then he p- throws him a cloud sword, in, which has McLeod on it, into yep. the dirt, and they drive off. And then we see a little quickening he, lightning. He, he he tells his wife, yeah. "I have a wife, and I have a son. It's finally over." He's using his sex voice for his dead wife right now. So yeah. even he's like, she was a good fuck. Maybe my voice can bring uh-huh. her back. I mean, uh-huh. I, I don't know. Maybe the prize can do that. So there would be an episode in my anthology series about the Highlanders with that. 
Like there would be one Highlander who could wake the dead with his. Uh, well, sexy trust voice. me. When this episode comes out, we're going to be hearing from the Highlander people about our ideas. Oh like, yeah, these are the best. We're going to be like, yeah. you know, co-creator. We're going to be executive producing this. J- shit. Just like you said about Star Trek, we're going to have one-off episodes. We're oh, not yeah. doing an oh, overarching no. No, no, no. story. No, none of that no. bullshit. We're going to teach you <laughs> nice little life lessons in one episode, and then they're going to be right. gone. Yeah. You know what? Our main Highlander character might not even be in every episode because we're going to tell the whole Highlander story. Yes. Because there's many show. Highlanders. There's so and many. stories need to be told. Right. There's at least two because the TV show was a different Highlander. Yeah. So there you have it. There we have it. Hope you enjoyed Highlander, The Final Dimension. I don't I don't know. Maybe in another couple of years we'll go back to the next movie because I believe that's where they do the handoff. Where Lambert is in it for a few minutes and he hands it off to the TV guy. Okay. I think that's what it is. I okay. haven't seen it. Maybe. Who knows? Like we said, we might be shaking out, uh, awake all the Highlander fans out there. So They're like a snow some- globe of fandom. Exactly. We're shaking them up. Maybe, maybe someone will show up and say, we need to do four. I've got all the research on it already. I got, I got perfect commentary for the sex scenes. All right. Another horrible movie. I need... I need a good. I need a fun movie. I thought this movie was gonna be fun. It was not. It was dreary. I it need was. a ninety-minute movie. Yeah, I got that movie. Griff. Two guys making their return to the theater. Jim Kelly, we love. We've done oh. actually, I think four Jim Kelly movies, but we've only done one, and he was only like a minor character in that movie. Ring of Steel. Go back oh, and yeah. listen to it. Great. Mister Joe Don Baker makes his return to the theater with a little movie. Called Golden Needles. Which oh yeah, I've been wanting to do. It's it's the main theme of Golden Needles is the power of sm- or the lack of power of small dick energy, and you'll learn all about <laughs> that when we discuss it next week. So that that's all there is, and I got no more to say. Keep it warm.